Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Brian, Brian Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome to the game. T-Town Tide 100.9. Download the Tide 100.9 app and listen to all of our programs. Morning, 6 a.m., Martin Houston, Wimp and Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9. Gary Harris from 9 until 11. 11 until noon, Miller's Edge, Christian and Corey Miller handing off to Big Noon Sports with Lars Anderson and Matt Coulter. And then we pick it up every day starting at 2 o'clock. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to do our Dreamland score prediction day. We might even spend a little time celebrating, right? Mike Dettelier coming up in a couple of minutes. He'll give us his analysis uh, from his perspective. We'll talk about the LSU Bengal Tigers. We'll talk about the new college football Rankings that will be released, and uh, we talk about a lot of uh, drama happening up in Ann Arbor and how that could impact uh, these playoff committee uh, votes. When you look at the University of Alabama, when you look at number eight, can they possibly move up? I don't know if I see uh, that position now, but uh, possibly uh, at some point you got to leapfrog somebody if Alabama keeps winning. That's all you got to do. Control what you can control. Control what you can control. We'll take phone calls. We'll get people involved in the show. I want to start real quick with Nick Saban's opening comments from yesterday. We'll reflect on some of the things he said. He also gave us some updates, and uh, we'll play that and highlight that. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325, Scotland Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. How about a Camry? How about a Corolla? How about a Forerunner Highlander? You'll find those, the Grand Highlander 2024s that have started arriving there. You can see all of that inventory. You could also see the incoming inventory happening at Tuscaloosa Toyota. We'll do a Dreamland score prediction day. We'll take your phone calls. We'll take uh, your thoughts on Alabama-Kentucky. This was a game that Alabama fans a couple of weeks ago, not concerned, but something that we highlighted, right? The trip on the road. Anytime you go on the road, it's a little bit of a hostile environment, but Kentucky has done what they normally do, and that's slide. Slide just a little bit uh, when you look at the month of November. I don't know if that has anything to do with depth, but is that is that always odd to you guys that Kentucky always seems to slide? I mean, is that is that something to do with just the quality, or is it the depth, or is it because they do? I mean, sometimes they'll start off really strong, and then and maybe it's just the way their schedules lined up. There's some favorable games for them early, but then you look at the Kentucky Wildcats. I mean, just a, what three four weeks ago. Before they played Georgia, we were going, hey, this team could, not really, but we thought that it was at least somebody to play with uh, our friends from uh, Athens, Georgia. Mason? I mean, I, that's a very interesting question because I've never really, I guess, considered what the reason is for it. Because there, I mean, there are a handful of teams you look across the country in every conference. There's a couple teams where you just you can count on them to probably start pretty strong and then they fall off by the end of the season, end up with two, three, four losses. And uh, I guess, you know, I guess depth is probably the thing that you can point at that would be the most obvious because, you know, clearly those teams do not have the the five-star after five-star after five-star to back up each other like Alabama, like the Georgias, like the Ohio States have. But 
<clears throat> I almost wonder too if it's if it's just a you know a bit of just kind of the attitude around those programs because like I, you, you just expect it at this sure point. yeah so it's almost you know the general public expects it why wouldn't the players almost kind of expect it too yeah no it's a great point I mean in that mindset you're thinking okay Kentucky it's your time to slide now you do it and you almost reach you you think about a couple of different guys okay um, when you talk about reaching the ceiling. Has Stoops reached the ceiling in Kentucky? I mean, has he taken them as far as you can possibly take them? Because I don't really know if there's any more left. Now, the college football playoffs may change the barometer, right? You may have a new tool. You get 12 teams in. Now 12 teams get to consider their season a success, where we only had four that claimed success. Hey, I'm in the college football playoffs. We are success. We we made it. And then when you look at... Uh, you know, now 12 teams can celebrate that. But I don't see Kentucky ever competing for one of those spots. You look through the SEC and you, you ask yourself, like, teams that won't win a national title. Missouri, I don't see them ever winning a national title. I think it would be a struggle for a team like Tennessee to get back to where winning a national title is truly realistic, right? They have won one in 97 and in the new system, because that was the last system, uh, I believe, the BCS, that started the BCS. So now when you think about uh, this current system that we're in, uh, Florida, certainly, we, we know the history there. They can rebound. Uh, Vanderbilt, no. South Carolina, probably not. And Beamer's all talk. Is he not? I, I like him. He says a lot of the right things. But if you can't do it with Spencer Radler, when can you do it? I, I know that I've, I've heard uh, Corey from 11 until noon, and, and, and I know he's a uh, obviously a, a gigantic uh, Gamecock, a historic player there when you think about uh, his days. But uh, when you look at injuries, I know he talked about this, I think it was last Friday, talking about the injuries. I think someone, maybe Jeff in Tennessee, had called in and talked about uh, uh, what what had happened to the Gamecocks. But I really thought that I was going to be able to buy in because if, if you look at South Carolina, I mean, is Spencer Rattler about as – I mean, that's that's pretty solid. Right. I mean, and so you can't win more than three football games uh, coming into the second week of November. So I just go through the list. Uh, Texas A&M, you return to normal. Right. You you just kind of, hey, we're we're seven and five. Uh, Auburn. Problem with Auburn is they used to cheat to get their way up. Right. I mean, that's if you look at generally success, uh, a scandal. An investigation follows success. So when you look at the Auburn Tigers, uh, now since everybody's doing it, you, how do you get a leg up? Cam Newton ain't coming back. No, no. I mean, and and so you you go out there and uh, you know Yellowwood and Tim Cook from uh, Apple. I don't know. Can they really to, to you know get on one side or the other? I mean, I everybody buys wood, so uh, and it's a quality wood product, by the way. I mean, I've I've built. Uh, a couple of different things with yellow wood, and uh, it is. I mean, I feel like I'm supporting uh, there, but don't. I think we, we're also official sponsor of yellow wood too. I think. I think, and and Brian did he stay Mississippi State, Arkansas. I mean, you just think about these teams that are totally blocked. Kentucky's one of those teams. It's it's what is your expectation there? I'd hate to be one of those fans from that school. So, like, what do you what do you celebrate? And maybe we're just spoiled rotten brats down here. We always talk about a national title, right? right? National title, national title, but. I mean, what do you what do you celebrate? Oh, I want a New Year's Six Bowl. I, I, I'm trying to think in my mind what is considered success for that fan base. 
I mean, you know, you look back at Kentucky specifically, you look back at the last, you know, uh, five, ten years. We, we got 2018, 10 win season, 2021, 10 win season. Two 10 win seasons in the last decade. I would say that's probably peak Kentucky right there. 10 win, 10, they went 10 and three those years with bowl wins. So, you know, you're winning your bowl game at the end of the year, going out on a high note. You, you competed with some of the top teams in the SEC. You know, I, I think if I'm from, if I'm remembering right, 2021, they played some, you know, a couple good teams. That might have been, you know, um, I can't remember. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, speak wrongly, but either way, I think 10 wins is, that's got to be your peak at Kentucky, right? That's, I mean, that's great. And yeah, that's an amazing no, no, thing to no, do at Kentucky. It, sure, sure. Um, I think realistically, I mean, he's done it twice. Eight five. He's done it twice there. Yeah. I think realistically, you know, most Kentucky fans probably go into every season thinking we're probably going to finish eight and five, nine and three, nine and four, somewhere around there. But as far as the ceiling, I, I think they've, and I almost wonder sometimes when I look at Ole Miss if Lane Kiffin's not reached that ceiling. Like, how far can you really take Ole Miss? I will say that I think... I mean, if we lose this weekend and they win, then I guess... <laughs> I, I agree with you a bit on the on the Kiffin having taken Ole Miss, Ole Miss to its peak. Well, I guess I do we, think, we would have to lose twice, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we're not... Come on. I think the transfer portal opens things up a little bit for those schools to, they do. to get that generational type player to maybe, you know, maybe they lure him in. Maybe, you know, I, I don't, like I said, Cam Newton's not walking back through that door at Auburn, but who knows? Maybe they go get somebody else one day and he's that type of, type of guy who can, right. who can elevate a team around them. Do you think, let's say that you and I, we, we went out and we bought a lottery ticket and a couple of weeks ago, what was it? Uh, it was a, it was over a billion dollars. Let's say that we were one of these desperate fan bases. And we were so hungry that we said, you know what? I'm going to buy me a championship. Can you do that now in college football? Like it, with a good coach, you, you can't go out here and win with an average coach. But let's say you took a, a Mark Stoops or a Lane Kiffin and you gave him an unlimited budget and you say, hey, go buy me a team. Go, I want to, before I die, I want to see my team hoist up a trophy. Can you do that in, in, in the current college football? Because I still don't think you – I think you can get to – it can raise you up, but even that raise is not a college football national title. I mean, I think you can buy your way into certain situations because if that was true, I think Texas would uh, – I mean, they'd be unstoppable, right? I don't see them as unstoppable. Oddly enough, I have actually kind of thought about this scenario where I am given just infinite money I know to, it's to crazy. pick a college football program and say, and just buy bring me up. a national title. B- buy them up. And I got to say, it's Georgia Tech. We're bringing the Yellow Jackets back. We, we wouldn't even have to leave the Atlanta area. They've got a lot of history. They got a lot of history. Anyway, I don't know how we got in this. I was going to play the Nick Saban op- opening comment. I will get to that. We'll do a Dreamland score prediction day, but... I just kind of thinking about Kentucky. It's like, what is? I mean, what is much more that you can accomplish? Football's the appetizer. Football is that cracker and ranch to get you to the steak, and the steak for them is basketball season. And that started last night. Alabama getting a very impressive win over Moorhead State. Uh, roll Tide. Nate Oates. Can Can you believe? I mean, think about what we were saying about Kentucky football. When you think about Alabama basketball and you think of what Nate Oates has been able to do, he's almost the model of Nick Saban in recruiting. He's taken no for – it's not an answer. He's walked in a living room where Alabama 
prior to his arrival, had no business even trying to compete. He's walked in, very personable, very positive. He wins the living room. How does he do it? Personality, I guess. I mean, he, he obviously it's a fun brand of, of basketball that they play in. Uh, a lot of... You know, it, I think it also prepares you for the next level. Aaron Torres has educated us on that. We'll go to Mike Dettelier coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa's Alabama One is expanding after finalizing a merger with two other credit unions and acquiring five branches of a separate bank. Now at 25 branches in the state, the acquisition expands the network's reach well into East Alabama. The death of a former Alabama defensive coordinator and linebackers coach was announced in a press conference held by East Tennessee State University this week. Carl Torbush, who passed away at the age of 72 years old, served in the position at the capstone during the 2000-2001 season under Dennis Franchione. And don't miss any free fall weather updates at TuscaloosaThread.com. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from 12 to Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. The high today, 81. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 55. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 80. Thursday, increasingly cloudy, a chance of showers Thursday night, the high 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 82 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Sandwich, salad, California-style pizzas. You can find it right there at our good friends at uh, Nuke Cedar with Joel Bromfield. How about a French dip sandwich right now? The number one sandwich uh, across the franchise is that uh, Nuke's Q sandwich, that white barbecue sauce. But French dip sandwich, to me, overrides that personal, personal favorite. I doubt I can change the franchise number one sandwich, but it's a great one. California-style pizzas, 12-layer cakes. You'll find it there. Let's go to Mike Dettelier, WWL, the big 870. Hey, Mike, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. Mike, uh, give me your reaction to Alabama and LSU's game on Saturday evening. 
And for three quarters, it was as advertised. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, man, both teams kind of throwing haymakers on offense, and uh, neither team's defense really had uh, much of a stop. Uh, but, you know, Alabama made the plays, and, you know, and uh, late in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, they were the better team, and they won. You know, I thought that pickoff, the tip pass, uh, and the interception was, was a major a part of swinging that game. You had a two touchdown lead. And then, you know, uh, you know, Dallas's hit on, on Jaden. It was game set match after that. Um, and I thought it had been a tough mountain to climb for, for LSU. Even if Jaden wouldn't have got hurt, uh, that defense, you know, we've talked about this all summer that they absolutely awful. Uh, they can't stop anyone. And uh, even if Milrow, if we had been playing flag football, I think mean, uh, they wouldn't have got a lot of pulls of the flags on Milrow. And uh, I thought he was the difference in the game. And uh, Alabama's defense, in the, uh, certainly late in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, the big play, the turnover, and then, you know, the hit on Jaden, uh, it, was, it was over after that. Game, set, match. And uh, Alabama was the better team that day. They were the better team. But it sure the hell was entertaining for three quarters. It really was. How much pressure is on Matt House uh, when you look at this defense? I know, Mike, I could go back and play interviews that you and I did back in June and July. You thought that this defense had a lot of questions. I mean, did we really think it would be uh, this bad of a defense? No, uh, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't think the offense would be as good as they were. I thought they'd be good, but not this good. Uh, so, um, I, I think there's certainly tremendous pressure. Come on, when you're getting paid $10 million a sure, year to be the head sure. coach at LSU, uh, you come on, you can't stand Pat. Uh, Brian's an offensive minded coach and he's turned this over to the madhouse. And some of the answers yesterday at his press conference that, you know, looking back at it, we should have had a spy on Milroe. Well, hell. Did you not know uh, that going in? Pre- <laughs> that, that's my deal. Man, if uh, Herb Tyler and I talked about it on the pregame show and we thought of it and you didn't, uh, man. But, again, I think a lot of people don't realize that for a head coach, you have one side of the ball that you are very familiar with. And the other side of the ball, you got to kind of hand it off to somebody else. And, you know, he's an offensive-minded coach, and he, he gave it over to Matt. And we saw some improvement throughout last year defensively. There was some elements of this a year ago, but I didn't think it would be this bad. And I, I just look back, front seven to me, um, where's the development of the players here? Uh, how you use Harold Perkins. Uh, Mason Smith was a five-star recruit, uh, one of the top defensive linemen in the country. He was a freshman All-American, freshman All-SEC player. Uh, he's been a shell of himself. Savion was a four-star guy. He played right up the road from where I live. Um, every once in a while, he makes a play. You know, I think of Quincy Wiggins, uh, one of the most highly recruited defensive linemen in the country. He's not even on the field. Deshaun Womack, 
of another four or five star guy. He played against Arkansas, and then he's been in the witness protection agency since. I don't get it, Ryan. So um, to answer your question, I think he's under some pressure here. Um, going into the Alabama game, I think all of us felt maybe the secondary would be the problem area. And I think they, they held up. It wasn't great, but they held up much better than the front seven. And I think of Omar Spates, he comes in. Uh, he, I had two Pac-12 Offensive coordinators tell me, thank God he's out of this conference. He was a beast here. Brian, uh, virtually every play, he seemed out of position against Alabama. The day they had him outmaneuvered, he was taking a lot of um, sort of eye candy stuff that motion-wise, and he was biting on it. Uh, surprising. Really was. And, and Brian made the comment right after the game that, we were trying to signal in some changes defensively, and it didn't get through. Man, my thing is, where's the alpha dog on this defense? Who's running the show? So a lot of question marks about Matt House. I, I agree with you 2,000% on that. He's but, feeling but, the heat. Now, I, do, I do know one thing with a head coach. They're going to throw everybody under the bus before they get the bus run over them. Sure. Well, but, but Mike, I guess my question is this right here. When, when you look at it, and I, I said this yesterday, if you know that you've got a weakness, especially in a program like LSU, like a program like Alabama, if you come out of the spring and you see you're deficient in a certain group, you, you got to go fix it. And I know they tried to in the transfer portal, but, but at a program like LSU, uh, in this world we live in, you could correct some of your mistakes. Uh, hey, we're pretty weak coming out of spring training. We need to go get a left tackle. Alabama's done that. Uh, and, and I thought, you know, there might have been some need in some other areas. Uh, so when you look at it, almost, you, you take that mulligan away if you're a, you know, if you're a fan. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it was just, um, you think about this season where you, you're putting up prolific numbers offensively. And you look at the three games they've lost, Florida State, Ole Miss, and Alabama, they got manhandled up front. You know, uh, so, Brian, that's, that's not going to sit well with LSU people. I'm just telling you, it's not going to sit well. Uh, but, you know, coaches got to say what they got to say sometimes. I get that. But eventually, these decisions fall in your lap. All on your lap. You hired the assistant coaches. You, you know, went out into the transfer portal, and you now got a couple years under your belt. Uh, man, defensively, they look awful, downright awful on defense. And I saw some of that in the spring that this may not work out too well uh, for LSU defensively. And they were going to be in a track meet game every every week. And basically, that is sort of um, played to script, so to speak. But we didn't think LSU's offense would be that good. I didn't think Jaden would be this good. And to see, you know, that receiving core with Malik Neighbors and Brian uh, Thomas and, and Kyron Lacey and uh, certainly Mason Taylor, uh, yeah, they were going to put up numbers, but can you stop anyone when you need to? They didn't. And I and I'm taking nothing away from Milro. I I thought he that was the best game I ever saw him play, uh, and he looked like 
he was a senior in high school going up against seventh and eighth graders. That that's the way LSU's defense played. It was so bad. It was, it was downright awful. Mike, let me ask you about Daniels in the next level. Uh, and, and you think about the transfer portal and. I may be a little bit old school. I mean, I can take it or leave it. I, I can see where it, it can hurt development, especially at that quarterback position. But, uh, you know, when you think about Daniels coming in from Arizona State and where he is at, um, what's his pro potential? Man, he, he's a hell of a player. Now, Ryan, if you stood up next to him, you would say, man, I can't believe how skinny this dude is. I mean, he was awful. But he did give me a memorable line that they have. And they played it last week. Uh, we sit down to do the interview for Manning Passing Academy. And he he had so many people from Baton Rouge that wanted to interview him. And I told him, listen, I, I'm not waiting in the line. I'm going to catch somebody else. And he was like, Mr. Mike, just come back and catch me later. And um, I, I took a look at him. And, you know, he had put on some weight uh, since the last I saw him in the spring. And so I told him, I said, Jaden, that's my first question to him. I said, man, you've added some weight to you since I saw you in the spring. And he said, you too. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. That was was pretty good on his part. And so, you know, after, you know, he's got a wry sense of humor about him. And, you know, he's a fun guy to be around. But he talked to me about how they – Brian Kelly got on him because he was spending so much time in the film room. And he said, you know, I, I enjoy it so much, uh, breaking down film and, and watching what others do and how I can react to that. And his passing and his mechanics have gotten so much better uh, since his days, you know, here at LSU instead of, at, you know, when he was at Arizona State. And I think, Toward the end at Arizona State, you could see things were starting to fall apart after a really good freshman year. And so, and he put a lot of work and effort into it. I think he's got a chance to be a really good pro player. Um, he's smart. He's accurate. He can scare the bejesus out of you because of his running skills. And Ryan, you would be shocked how thin he is if you walked up to him. I mean, he's a thin, wasted guy and a thin bill guy. And it's not going to, he's not going to get too much bigger than what he is. He is what he is. And he's a wiry guy, a tremendous athlete. And uh, he's gotten so much better in the passing game. Uh, His ability to read and recognize coverages downfield, um, just the mental part of the game. And he put so much time and effort in working with the LSU receivers on his own. You know, he would, you know, he told me, you know, I'd, I'd get on the phone and talk to Malik or talk to Brian or talk to Kyron or Aaron Anderson or whatever. And hey, let's go work out. And he said, you know, we're just trying to get some timing down uh, between all of us. And uh, um, I think, he, you know, he, he's a tremendous football player. And um, man, he's, <laughs> he sort of tilts the field when you watch him as a passer and also as a runner. You think you got an angle on him? And, Ryan, he's got another gear, uh, like a track sprinter that he can kick into, and then he's off to the races. And good luck, buddy, trying to track him down because, man, he's fast. He is really, really fast. And I joked with him that the year before he came to Manning, 
and they had all the LSU quarterbacks there, and who threw the worst? Him. He was throwing against air, and, and he was really inaccurate throwing the football. Uh, and so he was joked about it. He said, well, at least I've improved a little bit, right, Coach? I was like, yeah, you improved this a little bit. And so, you know, you could tell, I think he knew where he had to get better, and, and he's, you know, he's a really good kid in life, and uh, he certainly has a chance to be a starting quarterback at the National Football League. Mike, how about Jalen Milrow from a pro perspective? Um, I, I know he's not where he needs to be. Yeah. You know, you know who he reminds me of, and and I told this to people. I did post game uh, for CBS after the game. He reminds me of Jaden a year ago. Does he really? Okay, okay. Uh, there, there's some similarities there. Now he's a much thicker guy. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, than, than hey, well, he, he, he's carved out of stone mountain granite, Whew. Mike, as I always Good say. Great. Uh, but he had a lot of. He's got some similarities in that. We saw Jaden sort of sales a number of passes. Didn't seem to be on the same page with his receivers. But if you look at the growth in them, uh, there is sort of the mirror here a little bit between the both of them. I'd like to see a little bit more of Milrow and how well he can develop as a passer. I think the big difference from Daniels a year ago and today is He's a much more accurate quarterback from the pocket. Last year, he was a guy that always wanted to be on the move and throw the football. And he can do that very well. But he's become a much better pocket quarterback in finding his second and third read downfield. Uh, so let's see if we see that in Milrow, too. But they are on a somewhat similar path in the development at quarterback. Tell you what, uh, when you look at Milrow uh, improving as a passer, you know, Saturday we could talk about the mobility, but look at those intermediate passes, Mike, that you and I talked about in the first part of the season that Milrow was struggling to hit those short. I mean, the deep ball was his best ball, which was so odd. And and now he's improved that. I mean, where where he's become as a passer uh, in in a matter of what, uh, six weeks, uh, you know, I guess you got to go back and credit Tommy Reese, uh, the quarterback coach. I mean, he's got him where he's comfortable in who he is as a quarterback. I got told this years ago, uh, my neighbor Joe Clark, uh, he was a backup quarterback with the Cleveland Browns for Otto Graham. He played with Jimmy Brown with the Browns, and he was 50 years. He coached uh, major college football in the NFL. And his thing was always about a quarterback is trying to fit certain things right in what they do. And he said, you always have to play to the strength of the quarterback, but there are some things you can improve on. And he felt it was a lot of times mechanics and setting your feet and becoming a better quarterback from the waist down. Because he said, you know, from in between the ears is one thing. But from the waist down and being able to set up and make that sharp throw and figuring out where you have to kind of swivel your hips to throw in the football to make it a better throw for a receiver, he always felt that part of the game could be improved. 
uh, quite a bit. And, you know, and he handled, you know, toward the end of his coaching career, he handled Kurt Warner and Jake DeLone. And like you said, I remember them where they were when they started and what happened toward the end. And he said it was all about the lower body mechanics of being a passer. And I think about that with Milro, and I think about that with Jaden. Uh, of the other part with Joe was always, where would you be without him? Where would this team be without him? Oh my lord! Where would LSU be without Jaden Daniels? Where would LSU? Where would Alabama be without Jalen Milro? You know, it's a mess. And, and so. You think a lot about that. Where would USC be oh, without I mean, Caleb? You, you can even simplify it and say, where would you know Milrow be with with this offensive line, with his mobility? I mean, what if he was a Carson Beck? What if he was a guy that was just standing uh, in the pocket and not moving? Whoo, glory! I mean, they already have like almost forty sacks uh, nine games in. So, and so you you I, I get what Joe was trying to explain to me back then about certain things. Uh, in dealing with quarterbacks, and he dealt with them a lot more than I ever will. But uh, I think that you see the mechanical part of Milrow from the waist down. Uh, I think he always sort of knew it, but it was getting the body to understand how to do it. And I thought last year it was similar with Jaden Daniels, that he mentally knew what to do. But it was to get the body to do it. And he was able to perfect that in the offseason. And so, uh, and, you know, what Milrow's done is just unbelievable uh, from the start of this season until today uh, to watch his progress as a player. And uh, listen, we always judge quarterbacks, and it might be fair or unfair in big games. That was a big game Saturday. And he played at the highest level. Played at the highest level. Mike, final question. Um, let me ask you about Dallas Turner's hit because there's been so much that have been said about it. Um, what was your thoughts? I mean, you, you've been watching this game a long time. Uh, I, I guess if you're an LSU uh, perspective, you probably thought it was targeting. If you're an Alabama, like, no, 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 no. I mean, I get it. But uh, uh, give me your, your analysis. As soon as I saw it, it had all the – checked all the marks off of being a targeting hit. And, you know, man – before all this targeting stuff got put in place, I was just a regular hit out on the field. I was just a hard hit. And so I'm sort of old school with that, uh, that it is what it is. It was a hard hit. But I talked to three different college referees uh, over the last few days, and every one of them said, you know, hey, listen, that's a targeting call. Uh, because you're trying to protect – because, listen – one thing with the NCAA, they don't want to get no, they don't want to be seeing anybody in court about somebody getting injured out on that field. And it sort of checked off all the boxes. It doesn't matter where you hit them. Uh, I had a guy talk to me yesterday about it. It doesn't matter where you hit it uh, initially. And he hit him in the shoulder pads and it came up under the neck. And there was some helmet contact with it. That, that checks everything off. And then the slam. The SEC in college football has moved much closer to the NFL on protecting quarterbacks today or what they would determine defenseless running backs, receivers, tight ends. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, 
I'm sold on this. It was a targeting call. And he should have been tossed, and he would have been out for half of the Kentucky game. It don't change the game. Alabama still wins. Okay? Uh, listen, for you to not believe that, you were fooling yourself. Alabama still wins. Was it a hard hit? And years ago, man, that would have been nothing. I've seen much worse. But I've also seen much less and get called for targeting. And so these officials that uh, have officiated in the SEC, ones in the Big Ten, and ones an NFL referee who works along with the SEC, with the rules, they, they were all in agreement. that That's a targeting call uh, on Dallas. And listen, you, you, I want a player that's going to give me everything he's got. I'm not blaming Dallas on that. I want you to pedal to the metal. I don't want no so-fast player on defense, not on my team. But there was contact, head and neck area, the slam, and they they try to protect. Come on, because it is a quarterback-driven league. is getting much more closer to the NFL than a lot of college football fans would like to admit. And so you're trying to protect that quarterback. And so, yeah, he would have. You know, he would have got thrown out and he'd have got suspended for uh, half the first game against Kentucky. He wouldn't have had, he couldn't have played, but it wouldn't have changed the game. Uh, that, that wouldn't change in the game uh, at all. Uh, so I'm sort of old school with that. That, that looked to be a pretty good hit uh, to me, but I, I get what they are trying to stress. And it's not what is being taught today. Uh, when you go to colleges. Because I've had former players, oh, man, when I was playing, yeah, when the hell you played? 30 years ago? Well, 25 years Mike, ago? Mike, I, I saw Steve Berline in the uh, press box on Saturday. I remember Cornelius Bennett laying the hit on him that uh, he said took years off of his life. Uh, he was actually calling it for national radio. I, I Something tells me that probably went through his mind a little bit. Uh, I mean, that that was a... You know, it, it was one of those. And, and I, I thought, you know, when you look at Aaron Anderson, he got a pretty good hit on his former teammate, uh, Terry and Arnold. So, I mean, there's one thing that can be for certain is Alabama and LSU, they're going to tee off on one another. They're, they're going to bust each other in the mouth. Uh, that's just what it is. And and we saw it years ago, and it sort of fresh in a lot of LSU people's minds, that on a, a contact Devin White with a Mississippi State quarterback, it, it, the contact with the face mask and the helmet was was really light. And he got tossed, and he missed half of the Alabama game. He, you know, he couldn't play for the first half against Alabama. And that, to me, was real close, though he did contact the head and neck area of the quarterback for Mississippi State. So by the rule, why do you have the rule if you don't call it? That's my thing. If, if you didn't have the rule, then I get it. But it would not have made a difference in the game. I, I think for LSU fans, the thing is, oh man, you know, you know, with no doubt, come on, Alabama was winning that game with Turner or not Turner in the fourth quarter. But um, you know, got a lot of conspiracy theorists out there one way or another. But I thought the best line was Nick Saban at the end of the game telling Aaron Anderson, hey, if you'd be on this team, you'd be playing a lot more. 
He he did. He did. And, that uh, was a good one. That was a good one. That that was that, and, and and those mics, you can never hide from those mics. You can never hide from them. They're gonna be there and they're gonna find you. Mike, I gotta run to this break, man. I always appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. I hope you have an awesome show this afternoon. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks. The Big 870 WWL. Mike Dettelier, college and pro analyst. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. Coming up at 9 a.m. Wednesday on the Gary Harris Show, Matt Coulter joins me. Matt Coulter on NASCAR to wrap up the NASCAR season. I'm going to take somewhat of a victory lap, not because Brian Blaney won the race, but he did finish second, and he won the NASCAR Series Championship. Also, we'll continue to talk Bama-Kentucky, getting ready for the big football game in Lexington this weekend, and Bama basketball as well. All that and more, 9 a.m. Wednesday on the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. The season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. It's screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. tell players you want them to see what they hit uh, you know he hit the guy here and then he hit him sort of in the chin so it wasn't like a direct hit or an intentional hit to the head um, it was a really good hit but um, unfortunately you know his helmet did slide up and hit the guy so it, 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 it's, it's a it's a foul if you hit the quarterback in the head it's, it's going to get called all the time and um, we just want to have him keep his eyes up and see what he hits and hopefully target down a little bit so it doesn't happen again. That was Nick Saban's comment on that. We got a little bit pushed back a couple of minutes ago, but, you know, and, and not this is not at Mike Dettelier. Mike and I are friends. I, I respect his opinion. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm on with Mike's show uh, there often. Uh, try to give him, you know, a fair analysis. But this is a question for the rest of college football world for just a minute. I just saw it a couple of seconds ago. Someone had shared the video of Bryce Young getting hit last year at Tennessee. Where was the outcry then? Mason, have you, have you, you know the hit I'm talking about with Bryce Young? Do you realize what, what happened Saturday was not even comparable to the hit that Bryce Young? Where was the outcry then? Or is this simply Alabama fatigue and Alabama, and I get it, we want to play by a different standard, right? You hold an A-plus student to a different standard than you would, you know, a Ryan Fowler in high school, uh, right? I mean, because A-pluses were PE and that was it. Uh, there was no A-pluses in mine. So yeah, I get it. You hold to a different standard, but uh, Alabama... I guess winning just ticks a lot of people off. Is it that simple? Yeah, it is. We'll continue with more. We'll go to Paul and Lincoln first up on the other side. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you fish, it's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9. <laughs> Thank you. 
you're in the game. I hope all is well. Doing good, Ryan. How about you, bud? Yeah, good, good. Just uh, managing a beautiful day in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The weather is nice. Football's in the yeah. air, and Alabama's got a chance to go win some more uh, trophies for the trophy cabinet. We'll have to build an extension, but uh, the the hit heard around the world, Ryan. I mean, uh, it's uh, that that one play has gotten uh, as much airtime as about anything uh, so far this season. Uh, and I remember you, you mentioned the Tennessee game last year. That that fat slob, twenty one, number twenty one, the defensive tackle uh, for Tennessee. I think his first name was Omari something. But yeah, that that was as brutal a hit, a targeting hit on uh, on a quarterback uh, that that really I've ever seen. I mean, it was just. And, and the the bad thing about that is it was it was. Uh, they they uh, they whistled down. They wanted to review it up in the, the SEC. Wanted to review it for targeting, and and uh, they they came back and, uh, and and didn't call targeting. So, um, I think it's uh, listen to me. It's all about Bama fatigue. That that's what I think. I mean, any chance, any just just any little smidgen of. Um, of scandal that, that some of these other fan bases or some of the, the national pundits, and I'm talking to you, Tim Brando. Um, uh, it, it's really, uh, it's, it's just, it's Bama fatigue, man. It's Bama is living rent free, Ryan, and a lot of, and a lot of brains. Uh, in this country when it comes to college football. Is it simply and, uh, because of Nick Saban? Is it simply because of winning? What has created this? Where did this come from? I mean, because I remember, you know, and maybe we were down in those times, but, uh, I mean, it's not always been like this, or has it? Well, no, no. Alabama was even, was, Alabama was an afterthought in the early 2000s. Uh, you know they were. I mean, you we know, the, the 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 we really were. I mean, Tennessee thought they had us dead, buried, and gone and gone. You know, Roy Kramer, Fat Phil, and Tim Studd. They they thought that uh, they had buried the program. And um, thank God for Mile Moore. Um, he stuck to his guns and would would not uh, and uh, would not let Nick Saban say no. Thank and, you, Coach. Uh, Thank you. Every time you exactly. bring that up, I just want to uh, just a, a debt and, of gratitude for him. Uh, and, camp, and camped out down the South Beach. You know, I, I uh, guess it was one of the things, and, and, and let me just quickly say this. You know, Daniel Moore sure, put ahead. that legacy continues. Uh, he put Coach Mal Moore in that print that you can find on Daniel Moore, which is one of our great sponsors. And I thought it was just something that needed to be done because without him, as you just described, there would be no dynasty. And Coach no, Malmore would not. believed in the University of Alabama when very few people did. And what and what we're seeing today with with all of the the clatter and the clutter and the and the bitching and moaning about the the, the targeting and said uh, the, the wheels were put put in motion that day in South Beach to, to you know going down there and getting Coach Saban to say yes. So Ryan, it's 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 Bama fatigue and it probably is a lot of Bama hate. That's why I can't stand – I am not and never will be an SEC guy. You will never hear 
Paul and Lincoln chant SEC, SEC. You'll never hear Ryan Fowler do it either, and I know we can't do it from the press box, but I've never been one of those either. Cause no, no, because we are despised for everything we have done with, to this conference in a good way. We have put this conference on the map. We have brought, we have been uh, the anchor for this conference for decades upon decades, Ryan. I know there were some lean years, but on average, as a whole, the Alabama Crimson Tide made the SEC. We made it. We have put millions upon millions of dollars in the SEC coffers and these other school, these other programs coffers, okay? Um, so it, it, it's Bama hate. And, uh, and, and, and don't let any of these other fan, fan bases fool you. I know they don't. They can't stand this. They're pulling, they're pulling as hard against Alabama as, as they can. And, uh, that's why you'll never hear me say SEC or chant the word, the, the, the letters SEC, because I'm not an SEC guy. I'm an Alabama guy. Roll. And anybody, and, and anybody that plays Lee County. All right, so Paul, uh, give me a tiebreaker and give me a score. What do you think? All right, I'm going to give you the score, Ryan. I'm going to go Alabama 37, Kentucky 13. Whoa, glory! Uh, we got to come up with a tiebreaker. I've been I've picked so many tiebreakers. <laughs> well, see, you, uh, you, you're you're pretty consistent here, uh, being the first yeah, caller out of the gate. Exactly. Um, um, uh, you know. Uh, you know, we we had 507 yards of offense, I think, against uh, L- uh, LSU the other night. We did. Uh, let, let's uh, let's keep this train going. Let's, yeah, because let's go, uh, you you would think that they might be able to. Never mind. If I said this, Nick Saban would explode, getting a little bit of a <laughs> backup reps. But uh, all right, yeah, total total offense. I like this. Let's go total offense. I'm going to go. Uh, let's. Um, I'm not going to go quite 500. Let's go 400. And 85 yards. 45. Paul, thank you so much. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, buddy. Thank you. Paul and Lincoln will continue with more of the game. Robert and Mobile. Blueberry Steve tells his story about coming from Montreal, Canada, to attend the Alabama LSU game. We'll talk with him coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Philip M., named for the... Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. The high today, 81. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 55. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 80. Thursday, increasingly cloudy, a chance of showers Thursday night, the high 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 80 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Tennessee Titans have named rookie quarterback Will Levis as their starter for the rest of the season. That's even when Ryan Tannehill is back healthy. Levis has started the last two games in place of the injured Tannehill. 
He's thrown for 500 yards and four touchdowns and just one interception in those two starts. The Rams are signing free agent quarterback and former second overall pick Carson Wentz to a deal. Wentz will be the backup to Matthew Stafford as the team hopes that Stafford is available to return from his thumb injury after their Week 10 bye. The Giants are signing quarterback Jacob Eason to their practice squad, while Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers clarified comments that were caught on mic last night about him returning in a few weeks. I didn't realize that was... Uh going to get caught there. I mean, obviously that was said with a little tongue-in-cheek there. Um, it'd be nice to be able to be back in a couple weeks. That's probably uh, not anywhere near a realistic timeline. Rogers making the comments to the Pat McAfee Show. Alright, so we welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa, Robert Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. Good, good. Robert, I hope you're having a great day, man. Hey, I totally agree with uh, Paul on the uh, hit. It's, wow, you, you would think nobody's ever hit a quarterback before <laughs> in college football, the way a lot of people are reacting to it. Uh, the uh, hit, you know, it's in about to hit the, the Bryce took last year. I guess because Bryce didn't well, even, you know, got back up. It's not so bad. Yeah, if you go and – well, maybe that's what it is. You, you made a great point. Maybe that's what it is. That 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 probably is what it is. Yeah, okay. Well, that's the criteria. It's only bad if the quarterback don't get up. It's only bad if the quarterback – and it wasn't even a flag thrown. It doesn't even work. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I, I, yeah, I guess they wanted uh, you know, – uh, uh, here, I mean, I'm sitting here watching game, it right now. I'm watching the hit from Bryce Young right now. Right now, I'm watching the video. It is literally helmet to helmet. It is textbook targeting. If that's not targeting, then I don't know what it, I, mean, I really don't know what it is. I mean, I wrote it in my Good, Bad, and Ugly article on Saturday. It's um, I don't really know what targeting is. So it's... And we didn't squawk about that, you know, and that could have been turning for in the game. You get those, you get that penalty. Who knows how things change? We weren't, we weren't down 14 points at that point. So, well, we were, were we? I can't remember. We may have been. I don't, I don't think it went before we were down 14 points. So, yeah, we didn't squawk about that. We didn't squawk about anything in the fish in the game. We were upset that uh, our defense couldn't stop the quarterback from running all over the place. That's what we were all talking about. But, oh, well. I guess it's different for Alabama. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't be held to a different standard, but you know that's, that's not fair. But huh, I guess everything's not fair, is it? But yeah, that's just it's just so bizarre. Oh, why are you folks who don't like to root for guests? They're good for other teams in the SEC to keep the SEC up. Well, when the playoffs, the expanded playoffs start next season, you will no longer have to. That's right. Thank you, Robert. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, really, it's 11-team playoff, is it not? Oh, because Alabama always have a spot. Right. Yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's an 11-team playoff. 
Yeah, you're right, because, I mean, Alabama had to lose three games, and the odds, I mean, I think we could lose three, but if we lost three, we wouldn't be squawking about us, you know, making the playoff if we lose three games in the season. Uh, are worried about making the playoff. We worried about what's wrong with our team <laughs> if we lose three games in the season. So you will no longer have to support the rest of the SEC in order to keep the strength of schedule up so that we get the benefit of the doubt when we need it. And we've benefited from that a couple of times from the strength of schedule, the SEC being perceived as the best conference because we win, we beat other teams. But it would no longer be a requirement for other SEC teams to beat other teams for us, for Alabama to still make a 12-team playoff. So you'll be free to hate all the rest of them. I hope you lose every game if you want to. <laughs> I'll still refer to the SEC team myself, but that's me. I, I hear hey, you. Uh, when I look at the SEC, and there's some teams that I can tolerate. Mississippi State's one of those. Arkansas's probably another. Uh, Texas A&M, no. Ole Miss, no. Uh, Georgia, not after what – I mean, Mark Rick, Georgia, yes. Kirby Smart, Georgia, no. I don't mind Gainesville. I, I don't I don't believe in Billy Napier uh, there. I'm trying to think. Uh, South Carolina, I, I, I don't – I mean, they're okay. Uh, even Kentucky. Kentucky's a, I tell a, you, another one of those that I, it doesn't bother me. Uh, basketball, they're very I tell arrogant. You, I tell you what, though, the strongest SEC is going to be in the next – a decade because all these teams that are really good in there might need to an SEC champ might have to get to a playoff with three losses. That's because uh, SEC is going to be a tough conference to get to. I mean, look, no, at, look, at look, look at Alabama's schedule, and, and maybe that's the part that you know I, I've been teasing this that we have to reevaluate our standard. Okay, and and that's not taking anything of what Alabama's been able to accomplish and uh, there and. Uh, but but you look at the schedule. I've got it right here at Wisconsin. I mean, South Florida here, as we know, that's not a, just a you know an easy mid major. They got to fight you a little bit. They got some pretty good talent. Uh, Western Kentucky, okay, that's not still not a bad uh, mid major. Uh, Chattanooga is a bad mid major. Ter- Terrell Owens, long time ago, right? It was his alma mater. Uh, at Wisconsin, Auburn, Georgia. Uh, the Missouri Tigers, South Carolina, LSU, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Yeah, those Georgia fans better get used to some losses too on that on that schedule. Okay, now okay, you're not going to get no flat. Yeah, you better enjoy this schedule because next year, <laughs> all right, you're going to be living. You're going to be living out like way Alabama's had to live for the last uh, uh, ten, fifty for the last ten, fifteen years with uh, the, a conference with many teams in your conference that can beat you. So enjoy this season, Georgia. It will end after this, and you will take some losses. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. So uh, there. An SEC champ without a loss, you know, it'll be. It's gonna have to be a special team to do that. You have you have to be twenty twenty Alabama good to go through the an SEC schedule after after this year without loss. I mean, it's just a yeah. It's gonna take a special team for that, and that's uh. So it's a so that's how it's gonna go. So we better get used to it. And yeah, maybe an SEC champ with three losses. <laughs> Who knows after, after this season? Hey, uh, yeah, real quick, uh, on the, uh, on the pick. Um, I think we keep the train going. I think Railroad's got it figured out. Yeah, you know, like you say, I've gone from skeptic to believer, uh, you know, which is what you will always want to do with anything in progression in life, whether religion or a person having faith in you as a person. 
So, yeah, you should be skeptical. And then, then for the evidence, you turn me into a believer. The Lord's man turned me into a believer. So I keep. I think we keep this going. I think he, uh, well, I think we, uh, let's, uh, let's see. I think he, hey, Robert, yeah, Robert, let me, let me hold this just for a second. We've got some breaking news in Tuscaloosa and, uh, let me let me kind of hit this, and then we'll come back. Stay right here. Don't, don't go anywhere. Uh, we are there's there's a new story that's breaking. Obviously, we know the state of Alabama is in a major drought. Okay, uh, everything's dry. Uh, we are getting some alerts, and I know Tuscaloosa Thread, which is our uh, company uh, here in our website, that's an online newspaper that you can get a lot of your news, and it's free. It's no paywall. Uh, major fires burning in Tuscaloosa County, threatening oh. homes in Brookwood. Uh, looks like that um, it's traveling at a pretty high rate of speed for a fire because of the drought. Uh, major uh, fire departments have been responding to this. Uh, a spokesman, Tuscaloosa Fire and Rescue, said they're assisting with a battle. Dispatched several units on the request of Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Office. Uh, that is just now breaking. We're going to have the latest here coming up in a couple of minutes. Stephen Dethridge, uh, we've got multiple reporters from our station uh, and our cluster of stations headed there. So that's in the northern part of our listening area in Brookwood. And uh, because of the drought and because of everything is literally dry, uh, I, I guess it, it's really setting up for a dangerous situation. So uh, we're, we're following that. And, uh, you know, our radio is one of those things. We deliver an Alabama product, but we also uh, cover news that affects uh, our, our community here. And, and certainly this is one of those. So we'll keep you up to date. And uh, I know Captain Ray and, and many others will, will chime in. Uh, as we uh, travel throughout the afternoon, but TuscaloosaThread.com is the latest. But uh, sorry, Robert, uh, my boss was oh, no, that's okay. asking me to get that on as ASAP. So uh, anybody that lives in Brookwood, uh, certainly thinking about uh, those folks there and uh, praying that uh, these first responders and firefighters are able to get this under control. Yeah, we know from what happened in Hawaii how oh, yeah, I mean, Hawaii well, get out of control. Yeah, quickly. because it, yeah, because of of the climate, and I, I don't. I'm looking outside yeah. now. This is just an observation from a window. I don't see a lot of wind, which is a beneficial. Uh, so maybe uh, might have got a little bit uh, blessed there. So uh, we yeah. just wanted to make sure that we update you. And uh, there's a lot of smoke and a lot of uh, issues up in northern uh, Tuscaloosa County in the Brookwood uh, Colon community. So uh, thinking about those folks, and uh, hopefully uh, everything's okay or minimal, minimized as, as much as possible. Exactly. All right, Robert, uh, give me a score. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think we keep this train going. Um, I'm going to go 41 to 20. Uh, I think we'll like right the ship together because it gets us a couple of field goals. Okay. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, it's 41 20. And let's see. Is yeah, it 41 to 20. And, uh, yeah, he went 485. Paul did. Oh, okay. Uh, what, did 480 last time? I was really close to my 480 last time. <laughs> hey, I wasn't close on that pick. Man, I was I got the I was pretty good last week. Yeah, not close enough though. Uh, we had one uh-huh. guy that missed it. Uh, you had thirty eight twenty four, and uh, don't take this the wrong way, Robert. But uh, you you would have not made the uh, the fourteen playoff. So I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> you would have been left out. You would have been left out. So. Uh, Oh, right. Yeah, I'll go 480 again. Uh, that was a pretty good number last night. I'll go 480 again on my uh, on the total yard. Got it. Got it. 
Thank you, Robert. Right, Appreciate you, man. Uh, right back to you. And I tell you what, let's break here because I'm trying to gather some more information, uh, trying to break this, uh, not break the story, but just report on the news uh, that's infecting uh, the northern part. We'll have Tuscaloosa thread, like I said, multiple reporters from our location headed there and uh, we'll continue to monitor it coming up in just a couple of minutes. Blueberry Steve, we're going to get to you coming up in a couple of minutes. I can't wait to hear your story about visiting Tuscaloosa. That's next here. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa's Alabama One is expanding after finalizing a merger with two other credit unions and acquiring five branches of a separate bank. Now at 25 branches in the state, the acquisition expands the network's reach well into East Alabama. The death of a former Alabama defensive coordinator and linebackers coach was announced in a press conference held by East Tennessee State University this week. Carl Torbush, who passed away at the age of 72 years old, served in the position at the capstone during the 2000-2001 season under Dennis Franchion. Don't miss any free fall weather updates at TuscaloosaThread.com. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, T-Town, Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. The high today, 81. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 55. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 80. Thursday, increasingly cloudy, a chance of showers. Thursday night, the high 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 80 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. So we're covering a little bit of this, and I got an update. Uh, seems like it's impacting multiple houses uh, there. So uh, definitely thinking about what's happening in the northern part of the county. We're doing a Dreamland score prediction day. We're taking your predictions. We're taking your analysis, uh, but also thinking about our friends to the north there. And uh, Noah just uh, hit a couple of minutes ago just uh, a thought and uh, getting some just random messages uh, from some sources there uh, that tell me that uh, – this is in a community that's uh, heavily populated. So, as far as homes there, so we're uh, looks looks like uh, at this point uh, already several uh, that have already been damaged. So uh, we're talking about a major fire burning in northern Tuscaloosa County. So uh, hopefully they can try to find a way to get that under control. Let's go to Blueberry Steve up in Montreal, Canada. Blueberry Steve, it was great to be able to see you on Saturday. I hope you're doing well, man. Oh, I'm doing great, man. Thank you very much. Wanted to start off um, by, uh, by telling you and your listeners how much how much myself, my son, my brother, and my nephew enjoyed the southern hospitality. Wanted to thank you for your time that you gave to us, your kindness to show us around. Uh, it was just great. I love spending time with Kit Kat and her crew. And well, and she actually just meeting. thanked you on Twitter, said make sure to let Blueberry Steve know how much we enjoyed meeting him and his Canadian friends Saturday at the Twitter tailgate. So uh, that was a lot of fun and a great surprise, and uh, she's appreciative okay. that you stopped by. But uh, So, so give, not... give me your reaction. 
You've never been to a college football game, as you told us last week. Never. It was it was the most amazing, one of the most amazing things that, I mean, and like, okay, <laughs> we were way up in the nosebleeds, okay? Like, but it was fantastic. It was just fantastic. I I was so excited. I was so excited. And, and even, like, to put a, a cherry on the Sunday, so to speak, the way the game started off and how it, how it, how it, 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 it went through, how it, how it ended. I mean, and yet before the game, walking down from where we parked uh, to the quad and then, and then we ended up meeting up with you and then ending up with Kit Kat and then meeting Paul. Everything was just amazing. My, my son said to me, he said, Dad, he said, you know, it's a good thing I didn't go to school with in Tuscaloosa, I said, why? He said, I never would have <laughs> Mason, I think we can all relate, man. Uh, there's a lot of, let me just say it this way, Blueberry Steve. There's a lot of distractions in Tuscaloosa. Yes, 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 yes. I won't go into it Mason, either. Mason, yeah. was I fair on that? I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of distractions. Uh, I, think, I think distractions is a great way to put it. <laughs> so just a quick word to Mason. Yeah, your uh, your choice of music, Mason. You're the guy that chooses the music. Oh yeah, that's me. Sultans of Swing, Steve Miller, Tom Petty, and Hootie's version of Wagon Wheel, and that is awesome. Awesome. Anyway, getting, <laughs> getting back. Tip to your the producer. Game. Tip I mean, your producer. Venmo, mate. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was just it was so. And you know, every everything that we did. Everything that so I, I mean the game itself. First of all, you know we spent the night in Birmingham, which was which was cool. And I mean everybody. Uh, so everybody that I saw in Birmingham, like uh, on the flights from uh, from Atlanta to Birmingham, and then in Birmingham, everybody was wearing Roll Tide gear. I was, I went up to them and I said Roll Tide. My dad, my son said to me, Dad, are you going to say Roll Tide to everybody who's wearing? Was wearing crimson tide gear. I said, "Yeah." He says, "You know, you're going to have to say roll tide to a hundred thousand people." <laughs> I tell you something, it was just great. Oh man! Well, that and then, is that is that is pretty awesome when you think about. It. I mean, just to be able to pick that game oh, for for one. I don't know how you selected that game, but uh, whoever selected well, that I, game had to be a. You know, a genius. No, I selected it because it, it was, you know, it was the day before day before my birthday. Last year, on my birthday, November 5th, last year, my birthday was the day that we lost to, to LSU. And I wanted to, I really, really wanted to get that. And, uh, you know, having my brother and his son join us. By the way, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I, 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 I want your, listen, your listeners to know that uh, I think you and Paul, Lincoln got a kick of uh, how I schooled my uh, how I schooled my nephew on uh, what do you do when you meet a bug? Yes, that was great. Blueberry Steve, you had it all memorized. How, what do you do when you see a bug? And what do you see when, when you're really down? Uh, I know you kick him in the ribs. What do you what do you see? <laughs> like, you know, what, do you, what do you see when you see one that's uh, two and four in the SEC? Oh gee, I I, I don't know. I mean, you I, kick him even harder. Well, you know what I'm thinking? Or just remind him <laughs> of the Birmingham Bowl invitation that will be arriving uh, in the inbox very soon. 
So for next year, I'm seeing that uh, we'll be um, we'll be uh, uh, playing them in Tuscaloosa. I think the the game for next year that we're going to attend will be will be that game. Oh, so this is going to be think? an annual trip. So the, now, but I must tell you, Blueberry Steve. I know I'm yes, in marketing, but I've also like one of those guys that I like to be fair and tell you the standard is set real high for an LSU Alabama game. Not all games are like that. Oh man, was it great? Was it great? Because it to was me, great. that was probably a top five all timer in Bryant Diddy Stadium. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, we loved it. I mean, we. I mean, it was my first. Again, it was my first college game. I've never been to an NFL game ever, but you know, I'm 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 much more. Even though, like, my team is uh, Miami because of Tua. Um, sorry, Cowboys fans. <laughs> oh, you're okay. We pick the but, Alabama guys, all of them. Yeah, I know, I know. Even I know, when they beat our but, team. <laughs> but so, just a quick question. I mean, are all are the tie games broadcast live on Facebook? Because I'm not, no. I'm not on Facebook, but I'm thinking of no. But I'm not going to join that because I'm not, I'm not big on social media. The only Facebook I'm on is LinkedIn. I'm not. Anyways, um, okay. No, uh, no, I don't think so. As far as Facebook, they don't do a lot of uh, the games. You might find someone that posts some highlights or you know some analysis. Uh, we have the audio streaming rights but we don't have the video yeah. side of things so. i listen okay so whenever whenever the game is not on uh, uh tv up here i always listen to uh to eli or last year was um who was it again chris chris yep yeah yeah um but uh yeah so um i mean i, I listen to your say i mean i like i like the miller's edge by the way one of your your regular callers uh, I forget his name, was speaking to Corey uh, Miller and said to him, he said, uh, listen, when is the Miller's Edge going to go from one hour to three hours? Because if it would, I would not have to turn off uh, my listening. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the, the, uh, the other show. Be- between Miller's Edge and, and you well, guys. Well, the, the, the great thing is here is... When you look at the variety, everybody has a different strategy, and uh, I do my strategy. There's probably people that don't like what I do, uh, you know, from two to six. How could that be? How could that uh, be? But, but there, that be? there are certain people. I mean, you know, it just depends. No, but uh, you're fair. You're fair. I remember. I mean, I remember how like uh, when uh, Joseph was like down on uh, on, on Jalen Milrow, and, and 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 when. Uh, Digger would call in with the nonsense, and and uh, the guy from Bangladesh would call in and like uh, uh, dump all over not only your, te- your team but your country from from like from my country. You you were you were polite to all these guys, so I mean, I try to be, I Listen, try to be, but but yeah. I mean, but it's different strategy. I mean, there's people that say that I shouldn't take as many phone calls as I do. Uh, my opinion, you know, is is valuable. But I respect everybody else's opinion, so I want people uh, there to, uh, you know, to be a part of the show. I treat you like a co-host, Blueberry Steve. With that being said, what do you think about Alabama Kentucky? Can you give me a score? I can, I can. But um, before I do, can I ask a question and then answer it myself? Sure. What What, what do you think Jalen Milrow learned from watching 
Daniels in the first quarter. You know what I think? I think he said to himself, hey, I can do that. And he did. I, <laughs> I said that yesterday multiple times. I know you were flying back to Montreal, but you almost think Tommy Reese me. was studying the offense of LSU and said, you know what, if we run Milrow the way that Daniels runs and the, the mobility that extends his uh, game plan, uh, it opens up that offense. And it did. It did. Blueberry Steve, throw out some score, man. Okay. Uh, we will beat them 48-17. 48-17 total yards for Alabama. Yep. 477. 477. I got it, man. Thank you so much, Blueberry Steve. Roll Tide, my friend. Roll Tide. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, we'll continue with more phone calls on the other side. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but we are seeing some moderately heavy traffic around town, especially on the McFarland Boulevard corridor all the way from Skyland up to University Boulevard, then across the river into the construction area in Northport. Lurleen a bit slow through downtown and then up through Northport. Now, if you see conditions throughout the afternoon that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Christian Miller here of the Miller's Edge. And join us tomorrow, Wednesday, as we rush around the SEC, talk a little bit about the Alabama-Kentucky matchup this weekend, and take your calls right here on the Miller's Edge. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah! You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide, the game, with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama fans. I said top five all time for me. And get a message from a close friend. He says, no, that was top three. Okay. I just said it could be in the top three, but it was in the top five. It was uh when you look at that environment, you look I mean, they it broke an all time decimal record when you talk about it being as loud. I mean, it was I told the story yesterday about my friend Chuck Norwood, who I had lunch with yesterday, and uh there is 
the conversation when you when you look at Northport, he was over watching it on the patio of his home, and he could hear Bryant Diddy because this is a little secret here. If you're um, inside the stadium, you get the play about 40 seconds before the actual play comes down the television. It takes you know that time to go satellite, and then if you're on uh, DirecTV, I'm even behind that. So that's why you know the radio broadcast is not synced up. Because it's they're truly live and the TV is not. So, uh, but he could hear the plays and he would look at his wife and say, "I don't know what happened, but it was something good because I could hear the crowd right going crazy." And then uh, certainly, you know, a, a play would happen. So uh, that was that was pretty fun little story. So let's let's talk more. We'll take more of your phone calls two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. And we go to Matthew Miami. Matthew, good afternoon. You're in the game. Brian, how you doing, my brother? I am good. Where have you been? Man, I've been I've been trying to be like you. I've been trying to be like you, my brother. Ryan, I want you to I want you to know something. I'm like, I'm gonna make three three points here today, but I'm gonna start out with a question that I got for you. Okay. The first one is in the United States of America, how many states are there? We have fifty. Ask okay. me a year from today. We don't know. I mean, it could we could trim the fat. You never know. Okay. I mean, I'm pulling 50, for California to float on out in the ocean and create their own, but go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I was being states, sarcastic. I, I got you. Hey, no problem, bro. You, you, you are the man, right? But look here. Out of 50 states, I drive an 18 wheel in 48 states. Oh, wow. And let me tell you what I do. When I'm traveling across these different states, I, I scan the radio. And I listen to different people talking and all that kind of stuff. But I want to tell you right now, your show, The Game, okay, is, I don't I don't know how to put it in the word, Brian, Brian, but I'm just going to tell you this. When we got Mike Shuler, we was kind of in the pits a little bit. Yes, we were. And, then when we, and when we got Nick Saban, we came out shining. That that that's that's kind of the way I look at your show, brother. And and I'm not saying that right. Listen, man, I'm not trying to fuck up to you. I'm not trying to kiss your butt or none of that stuff. But your show really is about like what Nick Saban did for us compared to what we had when we had Shula. So I want you to tell you that I travel 48 states, man. I drive I drive 3,000 miles a week in different states, man. You are absolutely the best, brother. And, well, thank and I you. want you thank to you, know. Matthew. Thank you. That's kind words, man. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate it, man. Um, you know, I'm I'm very humbled. Uh, I wrote this on Facebook earlier today. You know, when people come down and you know from Canada to Montreal to Tuscaloosa and that want to you know go outside and shake a hand and and meet somebody that uh, you know they listen to each and every afternoon. Um, I'm humbled, man. Uh, I didn't pick this job. This job kind of picked me. Uh, I think I've told my story a million times. Uh, it, it, I don't know how I'm hosting Tuscaloosa's longest running sports show other than, uh, just divine intervention. Uh, I'm, I'm supposed to be in this role. I enjoy it. I embrace it. I love it. Um, I love serving people. Uh, I love people. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a guy that enjoys communication, talking, and, um, you know, I try to bring that into the radio each and every afternoon. And I, a most important thing that I write across every prep sheet I do 
have fun. Second thing is tease well. <laughs> tease for the upcoming segment. I don't always do number two, but I do number one just about every day. Have fun. Well, I want you to know, brother, people can smell a phony a mile away. There's another show that come on at, at 2 o'clock with ESPN. I won't, I won't call out the name, but I've even listened to that one a little bit. And, Ryan, you are – you, you are way above everybody else, man. But let me move on to my second Well, thank point, you. Man. Thank you for uh, the kind uh, words. Let me tell you this. That hit that they were talking about, Dallas Turner, on Jalen, Jalen, uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, Jaden Daniels, um, it, it looked like a bad hit. But let me tell you something, bro. I never got a chance to play college football, but I played some high school football. That's football for you right there. That That is just football. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. If he drove him into the ground and it looked like, but look, man, Jaden Daniel have been running on us all night, and and the high school where I play, I didn't play number high school football. When you got a quarterback that been running all over you, if you give a linebacker or or, or a defensive end or anybody a chance to get a, a hit on you, they gonna try to put a stop to what you've been doing. And and so I'm I'm, I'm sorry that everybody feel like it, uh, or a lot of people feel like it was a date. Uh, 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 a nasty, uh, vicious, or whatever you want to call it, but that's just football, bro. That just all the, that's just the way it is, man. And I'm glad the dude well, got up. I'm glad. I'm glad he's okay. Well, and, and no doubt we care about the safety of those players, right? I mean, we, we don't want anybody to have long term consequences. We we want people to be able to recognize their grandkids when they get to a, a later in life. Um, but I don't know how you can take a 240-pound individual and another 195-pound, and, and Dallas Turner is a lot bigger than that. I'm just saying, you know, the law of physics is not on your side. when you. It's a collision sport. It, it is. I mean, it's kind of like NASCAR, right? Driving a 200-mile-an-hour vehicle, you can do all these different safety harnesses and different and, and barriers that, in you know, grab the heat. Uh, or, or grab the you know the collision, but at the end of the day, it's still it, it, there's only so much you can do. Uh, that's right. That's right. And maybe that's why we love it so much. I mean, I know that sounds sick, but I mean, I love a good hit. You know, I I, I, I don't like it when it happens to my guys, but uh, you know, and I I saw Terry and Arnold out there laying out. I'm going, whoa! But that was not. A targeting call. He did not lead with the crown of his helmet. And these people that go after him personally, I got to be honest with you. And maybe this is just a being a bad reporter. I don't know the Tennessee guy's name. We know his That's number. Right. I, I never came back here and called him a dirty player. I went after the SEC for not giving that call to Bryce Young. But these people yep. that are going after Dallas Turner, shame on you. You're ignorant. That's right. That's exactly right. Before I talk, before I give you my final score on the Bama Kentucky game, I just want to say I I want to pray for all the people that's involved with these uh, major wildfires. Yeah, that's please going do. On Absolutely. Around the Tuscaloosa area, and I just pray that all of them will uh, will, will come out okay and, and and won't lose property and especially lives. But, uh, yeah, and, and we just got some but, messages a couple of minutes ago. There, there's been multiple houses that have already been destroyed. Uh, this is the number of fire departments that are currently on the scene. Tuscaloosa Fire Department, Brookwood, Vance, Antioch, Coaling Fire Department, Lakeview Fire Department, 
uh, and uh, looks like the, this fire is growing and uh that's the unfortunate part. Uh, I'm sure that uh, probably the forestry, Alabama Forestry Commission can probably give us some details, but we've got reporters there uh, that are currently on the scene, and, and, and that's the part that is so unfortunate about this time of the year. Um, it, it's, you know, it's a, usually September is our driest month, and then we get a little bit of moisture in October. And how do I know this? Because I'm a deer hunter, and we've planted our green fields a, a few weeks ago. We haven't got a drop of rain, not one. So not that that's a priority, but it just kind of helps us understand that in the dry. I mean, we are completely, I mean, we're here in the month of November and we have had no significant rain. I would say in, in 60 days, we may have had one day where we had a little bit of rain, but it's it's crazy. And uh, no doubt pay, uh, praying for those first responders. And we'll have some updates as we uh, continue in Tuscaloosa thread is the website that will keep you up to date. Uh, Matthew, give me a score. Appreciate your kind words, man. Hey, I appreciate you, Ryan. My score is Alabama 38, uh, Kentucky 14. But, Ryan, let me tell you, man, keep up the good work, brother. I want you to know this right here. I love you, man. You are the best in the business. God bless you. I pray for the people that's in the area of these wildfires. And, uh, hey, man, the game just needs to keep on growing. Hey, Matt, Matthew. Hard to make. Thank you, thank you. Give me the score for uh, Kentucky. Uh, 14. Alabama 38, Kentucky 14. Tiebreakers, Alabama total rushing yards. 375. 375. I got it, Matthew. Thanks, man. Roll Tide. Thank you, Ryan. Matthew calling us from Miami with some very, very kind words. Bubba, Northport. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. How's it going? I'm great. I hope you are, too. I am too. I enjoyed that uh, conversation with with Blueberry Steve. He uh, he seems like a nice fellow. I hope I get to meet him someday. Um, but he was he was super nice, and it was great to be able to meet uh, him. And um, well, and I may have said I'm reading about three or four. This news has thrown a little kink into uh, the the yeah. afternoon, but that's the least of our worries. We we certainly. Uh, you know, pray that this situation gets down, but uh, trying to make sure I'm staying caught up to date with that. So I did say rushing yards, but it was total yards, total yards for Alabama. So uh, Paul selected that in the two o'clock hour. Um, I thought maybe me and you could get Blueberry Steve to hook us up for a Canadian whitetail hunt. I'll go. <laughs> 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 bubba, bubba, bubba. You take him. You can mean. take him. You can take him out of the country. You put him out of the city, but you can't take the country out of Bubba. I know Bubba because I deal with it every day. I'm, I'm the same I know. way. I, 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 I know. I know. I, I, know. Mean, I know. I'm one of them big elks or moose or caribou. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of the above. Any, anything with horns. <laughs> anything with horns, I think. Now, mind. that's on my bucket list to do one day for sure. <laughs> I've, I've often thought about it as well. No doubt. No doubt. But uh, get back to that hit. Now, I don't still think that was a bad hit myself. Yeah, and I've but reached out I'm to gonna... several officials that were not calling the game and sent them the video. And every single one of them said the same thing. It is not, it, it is not um, targeting. Now... I just got a couple of messages a couple of seconds ago that there's some other criteria there, but 
I mean, the thing about targeting is it's inconsistently called. Right. Yeah, nobody really knows from one week to the other, you know, how how it goes, you know, on the targeting thing. I mean, they need to get with one thing and get it right. If we don't want quarterbacks to get hit, maybe we just put them in a flag and wrap it around their waist and we can just do it like that. And why not? And who knows? I mean, you know, I've often said I've, you know, I may have 15 more years left in this business. Um, I could see it in Bryant Diddy Stadium one day. Flag football. Well, quarterbacks wearing a tutu. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're taking some steps in the right direction. Uh, Bubba, give me a score. Yeah. What do you think? 37-17, Bama. Okay. Or 485. 485, 37-17, Bubba, thank you so much, man. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. We'll continue with more of the game next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The Paint Spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice, bigger medium projects. I recommend renting the airless paint sprayer, Northport, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43, 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardin's Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot. Two locations to serve you since 1971. 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, filet, you'll find the Highway 69 Strip. about seafood entrees absolutely always great appetizers a great place to hang out wednesday through saturday four until ten big mike steakhouse thomasville andalusia auburn alabama orange beach gunnersville but the location that we highlight downtown moundville about 15 minutes from where i'm located big mike steakhouse attention business 100.9 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. The high today, 81. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 55. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. The high, 80. Thursday, increasingly cloudy. A chance of showers Thursday night. The high, 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 79 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Need to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel for exclusive content. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. by Don Wattis, CPA, our official accountant of the game. Don Wattis, uh, he works for you and not the IRS. We're keeping our eye on Brookwood. We're going to go to Brookwood coming up in a couple of minutes. Robert and Brookwood, maybe he can give us some details with what he's seen up there a little bit closer to the wild uh, fire that's burning, uh, not just uh, woods and property. It's uh, literally structures as well. Uh, we're going to keep our eye on that. Tuscaloosa Thread is the place to be when you look at the news that uh, has broken out this afternoon. We're making sure that we're keeping you up to date. A large fire traveling fast threatens homes 
in Brookwood, and uh, there's several reports out there that multiple homes have already uh, burned to the ground, so uh, or at least uh, caught on fire. Maybe not burned to the ground uh, there, but a lot of fire departments working in major fire in northern Tuscaloosa County. We'll keep you up to date right here. Uh, I do want to tell you about Freddy's. If you're craving a juicy steak burger, how about a, Delil, a deluxe grilled cheese sandwich? Why not both? Maybe with crispy bacon, four slices of cheese, savory tomato spread, Order our new grilled cheese steak burger through Freddy's app online at freddys.com or visit the Alabama Freddy's location near you. We'll take more scores. We'll take more predictions. We'll take your thoughts next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street, next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Got a report of a major wildfire burning in the Brookwood area. Some homes have already been damaged possibly destroyed. We'll keep you posted on that. Just go to the TuscaloosaThread.com website. It's free. They'll keep you posted on the news. I'll try to keep you posted on the traffic. But if you're going down Alabama 216, just watch out for smoke in the area and hazardous driving conditions. A lot of first responders will be on the scene. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call 205-886-8886. 246810. That's up to $10,000 in instant savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from U.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. The pharmacy at Midtown, TJ Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacy. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama. And you're looking to transfer your prescriptions. PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com. 
conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. A bunch of quarterbacking news in the NFL on this Tuesday, and we start in Nashville where head coach Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans has named Will Levis as the team's quarter, starting quarterback moving forward, replacing Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's been out the last couple of weeks with an ankle injury, but even when he's healthy, they will turn to the rookie Levis as the Titans starter. In two games so far, Levis has thrown for 500 yards, four touchdowns, and just one interception. The Rams are looking for some depth behind injured quarterback Matthew Stafford, and multiple reports say that they've agreed to terms with free agent quarterback Carson Wentz. In the process, the team releasing quarterback Brett Rippon, who started last week, as for Stafford's status in Week 10, Rams have a bye. They do hope that he can play in Week 11, returning from a thumb injury. Suns guard Devin Booker will not play tomorrow against the Bulls because of a calf strain. No NBA games tonight on this election day, while the Miami Heat named Udonis Haslam as their vice president of basketball development. in Tuscaloosa. We're following it a couple different ways. Tuscaloosa Thread is your main source. We'll keep you up to date. We've also got updates uh, coming up here in just a few minutes with our another Thread update. And uh, we have two reporters there on location and uh, we'll keep you up to date as much as we possibly can. Uh, we are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com 3325 Scott Boulevard and online at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Dot com. David DeSantis, how about a new Camry Corolla, RAV4, Highlander, Tundra, Tacoma? You'll find those. Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Let's continue with more phone calls. Robert and Brookwood. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Robert. No, Robert. Uh, hopefully, uh, makes me concerned. Uh, we'll try to get to him in a couple of minutes, and I know that, uh, a lot of first responders up in the northern part of uh, our area. Let's go to Henry in Texas. Henry, good afternoon. You're in the game. Okay. No Henry. Okay. Uh, how about Elias? Elias, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll time, Ryan. Oh, that pause, man. You about scared me there. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Sometimes when you go two in a <laughs> row there. Did you do that on purpose? Did you do that to aggravate me? Oh, no, sir, not at all. Oh, okay. All. Okay, not I thought, man, I, if, if you went uh, just another second, I'd been like, oh, what's going on? it got to be a system. But, uh, <laughs> hey, that gives yeah, two lines available at 205-342-9904. So, uh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't, didn't mean in Brookwood. Yeah, prayers to everyone in Brookwood, that wildfire. You don't know how serious it is until it hit home. So, I just hope everybody's, you know, okay. So, and when we get those um, alerts like that about um, being dry, we got to take it serious. Cause I, I was, it happened to me in Oklahoma um, when I was stationed in the military. So you know, and, and can I pick I on smokers Oklahoma. just for a minute? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, can I do it? Is it is it okay? Um, I see so many people sitting in a red light who smoke. And, and if you smoke, then that's your personal thing. Okay, I hate the smell of it. Uh you know, if you want to smell like an ashtray, smell like an ashtray. But uh, please, don't do it anytime. 
But right now is not a time to be, you know, flipping out that cigarette butt because I see so many on the side of the road. And you'll see it at red light. And they will literally, they'll they'll take, rather than putting their cigarette inside of an ashtray, you know, they don't want to dirty up their car, they just dump it outside. And boom. Correct. So please, please Correct. be conscious because I don't even think we're supposed to get any rain until maybe there's a chance on Friday uh, with some percent of chance of rain. But uh, right now, I mean, this one cigarette butter, I'm not saying it was, but I'm just saying it could, uh, just a small mistake. Right. So please be conscious. And sometimes people just do it out of habit. They're not doing it. It's just what they do. Uh, look at it. Stop yeah. it. When you stop at a red light, look around. You see all types of cigarette butts all over the road. So if, oh, you, if, if you're going to take the absolutely. responsibility of smoking, put that thing in the ashtray. Put it out. Yes, sir. Any time, <laughs> but more time right now. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I mean, this is a serious time right here, and we need to take it. We need to take it seriously. So, uh, prayer, like I said, prayers go out to uh, people in Brookwood. I know quite a few people in Brookwood as well. So I hope everyone's safe. Me too, and I hope Robert will call yes, back sir. in and give us an update. I don't. I, it, Kind of scared yeah. me a little bit with so many different structures being damaged uh, there. And uh, I'm getting different text messages from different people that I know uh, in the fire department community uh, saying that uh, th- there's a multiple uh, there. So uh, it's already okay. – and we've actually got an update here on Tuscaloosa Thread. Uh, it, it Are they seeing – no, it, it is not contained. Okay. Okay, that has affected already 80 to 100 acres, consumed multiple structures. Wow. So uh, that is uh, Stephen Deathridge, which is one of our reporters there. Uh, there, so multiple structures. I, I was told a number a couple of minutes ago, but I'm gonna, I'm going to keep that uh, between me and this text message until I get more confirmation. But uh, I was told that yeah, it was multiple good. structures. So uh, we're monitoring that, and I know the uh, Alabama Forestry Commission's on the scene as well as eight. Fire departments. Wow. Okay. Yeah. If you know that, man, it's serious. So absolutely. Yeah. I just and I and I, pray, and I my prayers to them as well that they stay safe during that process as well, trying to put it out. Absolutely. So. And uh, also said that there's a bunch of onlookers trying. So please avoid the area. Please. I mean, we're, we're getting right. Exactly. We get multiple messages here from different people, but if you're in that community, I know everybody wants to go out and. Do a Facebook Live photo and and uh, you know be the first out there to put photos up. But uh, onlookers uh, need to stay out of the area until it can be contained and extinguished, according to uh, the Alabama Forestry Commission. So, reading straight from their press release. Absolutely, um, I'm not going to keep you long. I know uh, we, you know see what's going on with that as well. But great game on Saturday. The atmosphere was beyond crazy. I never seen it like that. Onto my all the way up, leading up to kickoff during the game, after the game, but really before the game, the atmosphere was amazing. So I credit everybody that was out, you know, ready for that game. And I ran across some LSU fans that, I mean, it was they was amazing. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't hate any fans, but I mean LSU, they fans was awesome. They came to party, they did. <laughs> they wasn't happy with the results, but I mean they were still nice and everything like that. Cause I had a few of them that needed rides back. Um, to their hotel, so they, it, it was an amazing atmosphere, and I, I really, I really appreciate it. It was, it was a great time. Yes, it was. Yes, really it was. It was. A, 
they were pretty they're pretty crazy uh, as we normally expect. I mean, it's just the expectation. LSU fans uh, they enjoy themselves, and especially at a six forty five start, uh, they had a long time to yes. get some fluids flowing through their body. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> and we, you know, we had yes, a report. Sir, they did. Uh, we had a report a couple of uh, days ago from the beer man here in Tuscaloosa, Mitchell, and he was telling us how much beer they actually prepared for LSU coming in. So. Uh, they were ready. Wow. They were ready. Uh, Elias, wow. I'm ready for your score. What do you think? Okay. Uh, good guys, 38. Kentucky, 17. Okay. And then? Uh, total yards uh, for the good guys, 411. 411. Elias, thank you, man, so much. Yes, sir. Thank you. And uh, if I don't get a chance to call in because, you know, the playoffs start off this weekend, uh, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans. If I don't get a chance to call in with you know having to travel, so I'm gonna get that in real quick. Happy no doubt, no doubt. Veterans. We'll echo that and and appreciate you, man, as always. Yes, sir. Thank you. Elias helping us out there. Let's continue with Josh, Georgia. Josh, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, Ryan. How are you? Buddy? Oh, great, great. Super day. Good, good. Are we are we turning? Flipping the switch from Saturday night and yesterday, you know, celebrating. Are we kind of following Coach's 24-hour rule, I guess? Not really. Kentucky Saturday. Not no. really. That's why I expect, a, I expect a Nick Saban rant coming up pretty soon. If the, pl- <laughs> if, if the players are in the same frame of mind as we are in. Yeah. What? He'll probably do it tomorrow. Tomorrow night after practice or what? But, the, you know, the team may not need it. Right. They may not. Um how about Jalen Milrow? I've been seeing some stuff through some of the different sites and links where I get my information, like Touchdown Alabama. I see a lot of their stuff through Facebook besides the Tide 100.9. Um, looks like he's getting a little bit more national recognition after showing out Saturday with them legs and four running touchdowns. I mean, come on. I think so. Um, I like it. He's 12th. Now, I did look this up. He's 12th in the Heisman race, but I like it. I like having him in that conversation. And, and I, if he plays out the rest of the way, the way he played Saturday night, and he just put, starts putting scores on the board and scoring, and we start just putting scores on everybody like we could, does he get an invite to New York? I'm just asking. Does he? Is he one of the four that go? I'm just asking. I mean, that's I mean, it, me. it, And I think a Heisman finalist would be, would be huge. For him and for the oh, University of Alabama, but let's. It would. I'm just asking. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm trying to think if it's going to happen. The stats are. They're there in it. some areas, but they're not area. Some areas. They're, right. they're they're not in some of the other areas. But what he gives know, you in other areas, other people are not able to give you that. So. Right. Right. I know the odds favor Michael Penix Jr. I know you picked him last year. No, 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 no. I had him as a finalist. to be a finalist? Yeah, yeah I had him finalist. as a finalist. I, and so as a Heisman voter, you submit three votes, and okay. he was in my three because the stats okay. don't lie. Okay. And, it, and right. the stats well, don't no, lie no. this year. I know the Pac-12, but he had the one-off he game he where he, he struggled. Could be there this year. I'm just saying. And sometimes saying, they take three finalist. and sometimes they take five. So uh, I know. And uh, I'm of the belief, I'm not complaining, I'm not rehashing, but I'm of the belief Matt Jones should have won it in 20 just because a receiver doesn't do what a receiver does without a great quarterback in the back, flinging it to him. 
that's just my opinion. We had a guy that won it, and I'm glad Devontae won it, but that's just my personal opinion, okay? <laughs> I don't know how everybody else feels about that. Now, but anyway. When, when they give us the criteria, it's a reminder that you vote for the best player in, in the you country. Do. And, you, you know, there's – there's some other receivers that should be getting some consideration as well. So you, you have sure. to kind of calculate that all together. Right. And uh, hope everybody up in Brookwood stays safe. Uh, I was just looking at the weather while you taking the other calls. Y'all have a slight sense of rain, and I'm not trying to take James Spann's job. He does y'all's weather. But y'all have a, about a 47, 50% chance of rain Friday and about a 40% on Sunday. So just so the weather channel. Let it says. rain, let so, it rain, please. And then it shows some even the next weekend when we got – when we play Chattanooga Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, a little bit like that, 50%, 55% chance for the next weekend. So Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, 48, 24, 37. Yep, hopefully, hopefully some rain comes in for you guys. So, But, uh, hey, we got some wildcats to go tame and go tame them on the road in Lexington Saturday. 11 o'clock game. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about those. I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about those. You know what I mean? At 11 o'clock is a little bit of a challenge, but it's... Um, are they on the central time zone as well as y'all? So it'd be a noon game for yeah, us here in Georgia. They'll be a noon game because they're in the okay. eastern time zone. They're in eastern? Okay. But now here's where it changes because of the time change. Some of the areas don't change. Like the state of Indiana uh-huh. is in the central, but they don't change. Right, right. Um, I, I'm almost certain they Kentucky, do. Because Kentucky... I, I, Tennessee's split. Tennessee's part of it's in the central, part of it's in the eastern. So, but uh, I didn't know if Kentucky was like that. But uh, we got yeah, as far as I know, it'll be noon. Tame. It'll be noon. We got some wildcats to go tame, and uh, they got a good running back. I do know that. I mean, I know Georgia shut them down, but and you're not running on Alabama. I mean, Tennessee tried it for what four four down conversions, and I don't think they got one unless they was one for four. LSU tried that fourth down conversion. Saturday night, they didn't get it. So, I think we're going to bottle up Ray Davis Jr. pretty darn good. And we'll see what Devin Larry can do. And uh, I think we will handle them fairly well. And I will say 45-17. 45-17, Bama total yards. Total yards, who? Well, we know what we saw Saturday night. Ah, let's go Four oh five. Got it. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate you. Yeah, buddy. Roll Tide. Right back to you. Thank you. Uh, let's go continue with more phone calls. And we go to Robert and Brookwood uh, here. Robert and Brookwood. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, brother. How are you? I'm good. Good. What can you tell us? I don't know, brother. Around where I live, I see nothing. Uh, come in. Way off in the distance, you see some clouds, but that's like, that'd be like toward the mines outside of Brookwood, probably five, ten miles. You gotta remember these, some of these little communities call Searles Community, Kellerman, they still call it Brookwood, so I don't know, but in my area, right in Brookwood, we're fine. You gotta remember now the media's reporting this now. I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know how the media can be sometimes. I know they miss it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Not saying, I'm, like I said, there are some smoke way off in the distance, no, and I heard no, a fire but, truck but, earlier. But, 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 but this is being confirmed by the Alabama Forestry Commission, So, and we're reporting it as well. Tuscaloosa Thread, if, 
Uh, very consistent. I understand, but what I'm saying is it may be a rural part of Brookwood, way outside of Brookwood, not Brookwood itself. Yeah. When you say Brookwood, they think right here in Brookwood. It's right. probably a rural um, area. Bent Twig Lane. Do you know where Big Bent Twig is that right? Bent Twig Lane. I don't know, brother. Yeah, that's actually Brookwood. So uh, let me, I, I can give you directions to where it is. Uh, so it's kind of halfway between Lakeview and, and Brookwood. And oh, it's so like, that's up, that's up uh, between Brookwood and Abernathy. Yeah, so you, you ever heard of the name Mill, Milldale? Milldale Road? Yeah, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, there you go. That's Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, that's not Brookwood, but that's, that's it's, it's an area. Well, it's got a Brookwood uh, address, so maybe that's just where they're going on. Yeah, above Abernathy, some people have a Brutewood address. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. So uh, you, you yeah, came great. through. Everything's fine. You, you came through our thoughts. All right, so celebrate. We that. really need to, oh, real quick, though, everybody needs to band together and get their minds on a prayer. We really need rain. And we're not talking about a little one-day rain that may pass. Though. We really need to pray the good Lord send us three or four days of just good soaking rain, and that'll, that'll help everybody. Yeah, have you seen the photos of the Cahaba River? Um, no, is it dried up? Looks like a gravel pit. Mm. I mean, literally, it looks just like a gravel pit. It looks like you're out, uh, just you know, in a, in a gravel yard. Being Friday night football and stats for Brookwood, the second game of the year, which would have been back in mid-August, it rained a good bit that Friday night up here, and that's the last main rain I remember, and that was August. Other than that, I don't remember it raining none around here. Yeah, it was so that's one, how dry it's been. one day, and, and maybe that was in August, but uh, we have had, we have not had a significant rain. And, and some of the rain that made it to Mississippi didn't make it across the state lines. So. No, it, it would dry. It, it, Mississippi's had some, but it was like dispersed once it gets here, which is unusual considering all the rain we got back in spring and early summer. We were like sick of rain. Remember those days? We do, yeah. <laughs> uh. Didn't get to listen to all the show, uh, but Tony, has he called in since LSU wins? We have not heard from Tony. Yeah, I know he predicted it. He predicted the Tennessee game. Uh, I was up there this weekend visiting my daughter, and there's a quiet bunch up there. They're not allowed. You know, and I remember Tony saying two days before the Tennessee game that he had some friends, and they had to see this rear end whipping coming because of the way they acted last year. And I let a lot of them up there know it. Well, we were just excited about winning. I said, well, you don't see us act like that. So, once again, LSU charged the field last year when they beat Alabama. Nick Saban couldn't do his press conference after the game because LSU fans out there hollering and whining, LSU, LSU, LSU. But yet you didn't see one Alabama fan charge the field Saturday night, did you? Did you even go post tore down? I didn't see any, Robert. Did you? Never see it. Never seen it in my lifetime. And I hope I never see it. I hate, and I hate to use the word hate, but Paul from Lincoln, I, I, you've, heard, you've heard me say for years, and I'm going to shut up and get off, let somebody else get on. I hate the SEC. They hate us. They despise us. Ryan, you talk about when did it start? The years of the early 2000s, they didn't do it because they were laughing at us. We deserved everything we get. We've been the most arrogant fans. Y'all deserve to lose for a while. We get back on top, they absolutely despise. And you brought out a great point. Where is the cry? Where is the pity? Where is the belly aching last year about uh, Bryce Young getting absolutely demugged by that Tennessee punk? 
There was, there wasn't happened. one. You, you could search and search and search and search and search. It's not there. And if you compare hits, what happened to those usual tumbleweed quarterback was nothing compared to that. No, the hit. That, so don't but, nobody but the from Auburn. The only difference is what Mason said. Bryce Young got up. That's right. But I don't need nobody from Auburn like they did in 2010 asking me, are you going to root for us? And No, I'll not root for you. We all make fun of Ohio State. We get sick of But if Ohio State's playing anybody in the SEC for the national championship, I'm rooting for I'm a Buckeye fan. Why well, should anybody from Alabama root for an SEC program other Vanderbilt? We all love them, but they well, ain't going nowhere. As Robert and Mobile said a couple of minutes ago, when we get to 12 teams, we won't have to. Um, now what now? When we get to 12-team playoff, we won't have to. We can totally you can root for whoever you want. Because <laughs> you won't really? need it, right? I mean, you could just do your own thing. You don't need any help. But I still think it would help Alabama if you could find a way for Georgia to be number one and then you beat them the way that you should. And it leaves no doubt in this committee because this committee's already setting it up. They're setting it up. You can, you can see it. You can smell it. Look at the... Ryan, it's, the, it's hard not to root for Ole Miss. It's hard the next week not to root even for the big orange. I'm just telling you what's good for Alabama. I know. But, God, I'm, you just, you, people talk about Bama fatigue. We're sick of here in Georgia. But Georgia hadn't built up equity. You know what equity is, don't you? That's how sure. you build up, you know. What equity had they built up? Because you still don't see no signs on game day. You don't see no signs on the sideline that says, we want Georgia. And they're the so-called cream of the crop now. Two years in a row, going on three. Equity was built up in Alabama. Have a blessed day, brother. Hey, Robert, give me a score. Oh. You know, man, this might be a little bit of a trap game early morning. I'm going to predict a close score. I'm going to say 24-17. 24-17, tiebreakers, total yards for the University of Alabama. Uh, you know, Alabama fans, I've heard a lot of high scores today. We get carried away when we score. but That's why Nick Saban at, may go on a rant. That's right. Uh, get them, coach. Get them. Let's say right at 400. Roll Tide. Thanks, Robert. Have a good one, brother. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, 12-30, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Breaking news at this hour from the Tuscaloosa Thread. The editor-in-chief, Stephen Dethridge, with all the latest on a fire that is causing a lot of concern. Good afternoon, Stephen. Hey, thanks, D.C. We are still trying to gather information, but we have confirmed reports of a major wildfire burning in Tuscaloosa County and threatening homes in Brookwood. Uh, we've been talking to people in the Tuscaloosa Fire Department, the Sheriff's Office, and uh, in, in other parts of the county who confirm that a major fire is threatening homes in the area of Hammonds Drive and Hill Drive and Westside Road in Brookwood. And we know that we have units responding from the Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Office along with Tuscaloosa Fire Rescue, the Alabama Forestry Commission, Brookwood Fire, Vance Police and Fire, the Antioch Volunteer Fire Department, Coaling Fire Rescue Protection District, and resources from the town of Lakeview are all responding to this major large area fire 
and is threatening homes in the Brookwood area of Tuscaloosa County. Wow. Wow. For all those departments to be responding, that tells you the intensity uh, at this time. The updates throughout the afternoon, any uh, news in addition will be on the Tuscaloosa Thread website. Correct, uh, Stephen? That's right. We already have a story up with the basics of what we know so far with information from the Coaling Fire Protection District and other resources in the area. Uh, any new information that we have coming in will be posted there. And we have a reporter on the way now to capture photos and video from the scene uh, of this large wildfire we know is burning right now in Brookwood in eastern Tuscaloosa County. There you go. Breaking news from the Tuscaloosa Thread. You can uh, read it on the Tuscaloosa Thread app or at TuscaloosaThread.com. Uh, Stephen, thank you so much. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Kitchen Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him in Northside Pastures Kitchen Mexican food with Pastor Garcia. Daniel Moore Art. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Finding great at 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and warm this afternoon. The high today, 81. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 55. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. The high, 80. Thursday, increasingly cloudy. A chance of showers Thursday night. The high, 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And we welcome you right back into the game. Let's go to G-Man. G-Man, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan, how are you today, sir? Hey, good, good. I hope you are, too. Doing fine. Well, I got the Alabama score right, but I don't guess I got the contest again. Uh, you were a couple off. Uh, yeah. We yeah. got you at 4231 is what we had for you. Right, right, So right. you had the Alabama score, but you missed the other one, and uh, you missed it by three. There was someone that yeah. has not called in yet that were a, they were a little bit closer 
you you had a raw score of three, and they had a raw score of two. I believe that's Dale, but I'm not sure. But he I was knew close. he was close. He was close. He was close uh, to my score. Yeah, he had 41-24, but he was not the guy that we're looking for. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's all say a prayer for our neighbors in Brookwood and all the people up there trying to to help them, especially. But, uh, you know, the biggest surprise I had was Rockard missing two field goals. Well, you got to get out of the system it. at some point. He's going to miss, right? I mean, that pressure yeah. is you begin to build. You're perfect. You've only got three games left. At some point, you're going to miss some. Uh, get it out of well, the system. I may have jinxed him. I've been calling him Will Money Rikard all year. So uh, It's your fault, G-Man. Okay, I'll take that. No problem. But, don't uh, don't I know let it happen now. again. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it happen for sure. For sure. But I saw your uh, post, and uh, you're the man of the bearded brand, okay? Well, I, I try. Oh, that was you. That was the George. Okay, I read yeah. that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate that. I didn't, didn't realize that post was going to get so much reaction, but uh, just shared a photo yeah. and uh, the folks from Canada coming down. So yeah. uh, enjoyed this. Yeah, Could uh, you imagine your first college game ever? And that's the atmosphere. That's amazing. I mean, that's what I was trying to tell him. Yeah, right. I was trying to tell him. He's like, we're coming back next year. And I'm going, you better pick a good one because they're not all mm -hmm. like that. They're not all like that. No. That one was just wild, 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 man. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. And it was not a dirty hit. They can say what they want. But uh, it wasn't. Just like when Biscuit knocked out the Notre Dame quarterback, there was no intention. That's just football. I remember when a defensive lineman, his first move was to slap the heck out of the offensive lineman in the right position in the ear hole. That was mine anyway, so. And, you know, it's just, we've gotten real happy for the offense, basically, is what's happened. For sure. But let me give you my score. Okay. And I uh, hope we don't have a letdown. I'm going to say 40 to 21, Alabama, and we'll have about 405 yards total offense. Okay, 405. G-Man, 40, yes, 21, 405. G-Man, thank you, man. Roll Tide, right? Roll Tide. We're going to come back. We'll take Bama Nick on the other side. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. Their Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street, next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Got a report of a major wildfire burning in the Brookwood area. Some homes have already been damaged, possibly destroyed. We'll keep you posted on that. Just go to the TuscaloosaThread.com website. It's free. They'll keep you posted on the news. I'll try to keep you posted on the traffic. But if you're going down Alabama 216, just watch out for smoke in the area and hazardous driving conditions. A lot of first responders will be on the scene. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886-246810. That's up to $10,000 in instant savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. If you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardencons.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardencons.com. Brian Harden Construction. Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. What's for dinner? For more from Tide 100.9, let's it fly! And it. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, they've got your boots and many others. 60 different brands of boots. Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. All the work in Western wear for the entire family you will find right there at the wharf. Uh, if you're looking for long sleeve shirts, cold weather apparel, which uh, we've warmed up today and some of yesterday, uh, and we may be uh, warmer I think tomorrow as well, but uh, we know cold weather will be arriving here soon as it is already. Uh, cold weather apparel, if you're looking for the camo options, if you're looking for the work pair apparel that uh, you need. People in West Alabama work extremely hard, and you can find that apparel that matches that hard work at the wharf. Since 1976, go over and see my friends Mark and Lee open until 6 p.m. each and every day, Monday through Saturday. Uh, you'll find it right there between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate, the Wharf, a work in Western headquarters for the entire family. Let's go to Bamanek. Bamanek, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, Ryan Fowler. How are you doing today? Man, it's a great day to talk with you. Yeah, it is. It's always a great day to talk to Bamanek. That's right. You're number one guy. I mean, you, <laughs> you're kind of like the Alabama callers. Everybody else is playing for second place, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that reminds me, fellas, what happened to Danny G? Where is Danny G? Well, I ain't heard him on the show. You know, the what, last time I heard from him, he went down to that loser rehab clinic. Yeah, uh, you told me that a couple of weeks ago. 
But uh, I don't know. Did they keep him or they decide to go ahead and commit him? for? Well, I, well somebody – maybe somebody can get him a message that, you know, we're 6-0 and in the SEC. I mean, think about it. I mean, we're 8-1 <laughs> overall. We're going to go beat. Day, we're going to go beat Kentucky. We're going to go beat Chattanooga. Right. We're, we're going to beat Auburn. We're going to go to Georgia. You, we'll beat you in Atlanta. Roll down. That's right. That's right, fella. I told you at the beginning of the year. Well, of course, you know that was a way back then. Man, I don't even want to talk about it, fella. Uh, my quarterback didn't get to play none. <laughs> Buck, <laughs> Buckner wasn't going to make it. Uh, he, who do you think will hit? Who, who do you think's going to hit the transfer portal uh, first in December? Oh wow! Buckner? The first quarterback to hit the transfer portal. You can do a you wow. can do a question on that one. Uh, day, that uh, would be a question. Maybe we do it here in December. Um, which is go, the first player? The first Alabama quarterback to hit the portal. But by saying that, it would be a. <laughs> I'd be being who mean for a couple of minutes. Um, I'm going to save my opinion because I I don't want yeah, this particular person to go. And by saying it, I don't either. I don't want none of them to go because you never know. But then we got, but then we got, we got a, uh, you know, we got uh, saying uh, coming in next year, and he's a gutter. And then you got Milrow for two more years. That's right. And I don't know about a lot of getting hosting. <laughs> one of them's going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to lose one of them. I think. Maybe two. And then you're running I don't know, backs. Ryan. That's There's gonna only one football. That's going to be that's gonna be a question. We got a mull on here in December. And remember, that transfer portal window opens in December, too. That's right. Bama Nick, uh, why do you want to rain on the parade here, man? I, mean, I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just realistic, pal. I'm a realistic person. And, and I ain't optimistic. I'm realistic. I'm uh, like you. I already know what my score for Kentucky game is going to be, so I'll go ahead and give that to you, and then we'll clatter a little bit longer. I'm but not sure I, I want to clatter with you. I can't stay on here long, Fowler. I got to pour me one. Uh, are you ready for the score? Now, because it gets dark earlier and earlier, does that mean that you pour more? Uh, I pour less, actually. <laughs> in fact, the sun's going down over here in America right now. I got my patio lights on, watching uh, Newsmax. And looking at these bills that just come in, Captain brought me the bills coming in. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were a CNN person. Is what I was told. Uh, who? What? You? Are I was you kidding me, Paul. I was told that, that no, I was told because you know they're produced in the state of Georgia that you were a big uh, Tennessee guy. I mean CNN yeah, oh, guy. Oh, in oh Tennessee. no, I don't. I don't watch that. Uh, uh, well, I don't want to talk about it. it that'll get me depressed talking about woke. all them idiots. They're woke, right? That's it. So is it? So is MSNBC, uh, ABC, NBC. Now that ABC, Rachel Madcow, you know the Madcow girl. What's her name? Madcow. I don't know none of them. I don't watch none of them. Okay. I watch Newsmax. Newsmax, Fowler. How about Fox Best. News? You don't like Fox? No, I don't watch Fox News. I don't like them idiots. They done gone woke too. They went woke too. Fox yeah, News just like, went woke. They don't like Trump. They don't like my man Trump. Okay. You like Trump, don't you, Paul? And 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 that's uh, well, I like I like my banking account. So uh, yes, <laughs> yes. So you like Trump? <laughs> you let don't me, like let me, uh, let, me check, let me check now. with uh, yeah, I know my president. I I can't believe I voted for that guy. He just uh, <laughs> I can't believe it either, Paul. I can't believe half the state of Alabama probably voted for him. I mean, I, 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 I just went in there because I 
You know, I was talking about this mean tweet guy, and I walked in, yeah. and I pulled that little plug air for Biden, and now I feel so bad because all my Americans are struggling and their their hunger. And, and, and all and all us old people over here in Georgia are struggling because we got a idiot state too. They were a state, they idiots. Like, yo, North yeah, Georgia, your own states went went crazy over there. Well, not not my not the county I live in. We still got some sense down here. That's that North Georgia bunch that screws us. You know, up around Fulton County and Gwinnett County and all them counties up there around Atlanta. That's one that owes us. I got you. But that's another thing. That's another day's conversation. It might be one of them when you call me and we talk about it off the air. <laughs> I don't like offending people, Fowler. You know I don't like to offend callers on my on your show. Okay. Roll tide. I like to keep yeah, roll tide. Now you ain't got my score yet, Fowler. I'm you, ready. Uh, no, I'm I got my pen and piece of power. Are I'm you ready, ready to pour you one tonight? Are you gonna go home and pour you one? I don't know. It depends on how much longer this call is gonna go. <laughs> That's gonna be one of the shortest calls you've had with me. Okay, I'm ready. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bama thirty four. Wildcat, 13. 34 to 13, and total University of Alabama, total offensive yards. Well, since I got hosed last week on my, I'm going to go uh, 442. Four, like the old, old, old mobile cutlass, 442. There you go, 442. I got it, Bama Nick, yeah. roll tight. Hey, now you need it. You need probably you need to seriously try to find out why Danny G is uh temporary uh, left the show or something. I don't know. Hey, he won't call me. I told you he don't call me either. So, uh, hey, has hey, Paul from Lincoln been on? He was. Oh, I missed his call. Is he number one today. still? Yeah, he's he's number one. Now, where do you have there. Danny currently ranked in your poll? Is he still not number one, or or is he dropping? Well, he's one B. But uh, he's uh he's got it. I mean, I can only give him a mulligan so many weeks. That's right. And I got I got to promote somebody else. And we're gonna there. put him on the road. All right. Hey, thanks so much, man. We got it. All right, Father. Give do me a favor. Give me a call later on tonight. Uh, pretty busy, but I'll do my best. All right, I'll be up for a while. So uh, if not, call me tomorrow when you ain't busy. Well, we 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 do it every day from two to six. We we'll look forward to your call. I ain't talking. I'm talking about uh, off the line, off the show. Oh, all off the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will. I got. I got something I want to ask you. Okay. I did vote for Joe Biden. If I yes. <laughs> no, you didn't. I know better than that, Bob. Well, I just I thought he was the better guy. I, I got tired of those mean tweets. Well, and, I won't uh, hold it against you. And uh, Hunter and I were coke smoking buddies, so I I wanted to vote. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, yeah. Hunter well, Biden. Thanks, Baminick. Yeah, Roll I, know, I know who you're talking about. Father. All right. All right. Roll time, Ryan. I'll have you tomorrow. I don't think you smoke Coke, but I don't know. Can you? I don't know. Can you? I, I, oh, you can. Okay. Give me the news. I, I said smoke. I guess you can. Uh, Alabama's picked up a major commitment. Uh, Nas Cunningham, number four, four, uh, number 44 overall player in the 2024 class. Tell me he's committed to the University of Alabama. Joe Tipton reporting that. Joe Tipton reporting uh, Cunningham was one time ranked as the unanimous number one player in the class. Uh, claimed offers from the likes of Duke, Kansas, UCLA, Rutgers, Memphis, and plenty of others. Nas Cunningham, 
four-star, number 44 in the 2024 class. He said, I'm ready to come in and help them win a national title. Nas Cunningham committed to the University of Alabama, Nate Oates. So congrats once again. We, we opened the show talking about Nate Oates, uh, talking about uh, beating Moorhead State, but how he's changed the landscape of uh, Alabama recruiting, and he continues to show up. So uh, Joe Tipton reporting that. We'll continue with more phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you the eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard, call ahead orders 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you you could pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard. Close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Floors to Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue. When you look at the fall floral arrangements. Maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist 205-345-5093 anniversary, birthday get well, love, romance, make someone smile today. Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. the news around the large fire that's burning in northern Tuscaloosa County. Uh, we're monitoring that Tuscaloosa threat. I know that uh, Stephen and JR both have provided updates uh, here. We'll continue to provide those. We're getting some new information. We'll try to reset that coming up in a couple of minutes. J-Rob next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Got a report of a major wildfire burning in the Brookwood area. Some homes have already been damaged possibly destroyed. We'll keep you posted on that. Just go to the TuscaloosaThread.com website. It's free. They'll keep you posted on the news. I'll try to keep you posted on the traffic. But if you're going down Alabama 216, just watch out for smoke in the area. 
and hazardous driving conditions. A lot of first responders will be on the scene. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886-246810. That's up to $10,000 in instant savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Join Tide 100. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan it's a story that continues in college sports as multiple reports are saying that the University of Michigan has now sent documents to the NCAA that they claim show that Ohio State and Rutgers sent offensive and defensive signals used by Michigan to Purdue to aid the Boilermakers in their Big Ten championship game against Michigan last season. In the NFL, the Tennessee Titans have named rookie Will Levis as the team's starting quarterback moving forward. Ryan Tannehill, when healthy, will be the team's backup. The Rams are signing quarterback Carson Wentz to a deal. Wentz is being brought in to be the backup to Matthew Stafford. The team believes Stafford should be able to play in week 11. The Rams did waive Brett Rippin, who started at quarterback this past Sunday. Multiple reports say the Cowboys are sending wide receiver Martavis Bryant to their practice squad. He hasn't played in an NFL game since 2018. And the Miami Heat have named Udonis Haslam as their vice president of basketball development. Brookwood community, and uh, there's uh, several reports out there. Remember the latest, TuscaloosaThread.com, and I'm hitting the refresh button to see exactly uh, when we'll be updating more information, but uh, we've got multiple reporters there on the scene. But a large fire fire traveling fast threatens homes in the Brookwood community, and uh, certainly thanking and praying for those folks there. Uh, Let's continue, and we'll take more phone calls. We go to, uh, let me do about credentials, 18 national titles, 29 SEC titles, 145 first-team All-American, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, and we go to J-Rob Montgomery. J-Rob, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon and roll tide, Ryan C. Fowler. How you doing today? Yeah, I heard you partied way too much after that win on Saturday. Well, you know, you gotta uh, you gotta do what you gotta do when you get a big win like that, man. Yeah, it came from my police department sources. Uh, they they said you guys were just too ruckus over there. Well, you know, 
You're supposed to squash that kind of story. It's not supposed to get out in the public. Well, not, I, you're not supposed to broadcast it, man. Come on. I mean, I, I heard you had funds. All I that's all I was told. We had a great time, man. Uh, especially after that great win at home against the LSU Tigers. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Take that, yes, Tigers. Sir. But guess what? Didn't have such a good time Sunday afternoon, though. Uh, I stayed over and uh, watched the, our Dallas Cowboys uh, go go down and defeat Sunday afternoon to the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I just don't know what in the world is wrong with our Cowboys when you play a decent team. We, uh, we, Dak, mean, we, Dak didn't win the big games, uh, but it, at some point... You got to put some of that blame on that right tackle. Garbage. Well, look, listen. Look at every time Dak goes in a game like that, he plays lights out from start almost. But when he comes down to games on the line, you got to have a play. Well, yeah, but J Rob, they were in his face, man. I mean, I, I don't know what else you could have done. I mean, for one, they kept having right there at that meltdown at the end. I mean, he let them down the, the field, down. and then what do they have? False start. He takes back back to, of throwing the ball out of bounds. Well, yeah, but, I mean, come on, man. I mean, that pressure was then, all over and then, him. And then, listen, listen. And then when he gets up, he runs a play instead of getting up there, getting set, and stopping the clock. I mean, he could have had two more plays instead of one more play, which he threw short of the end zone. You don't throw short of the end zone when you're trying to win he the did. game. He did. He did. I mean... When it gets down to the nut cutting, Ryan Fowler, he cannot get the job done. I mean, that's what I'm just trying to say. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I love Dak. He's a great guy, but he can do good things all, all along the game. But when the pressure's on, he just can't get the job done. I, who else you gonna blame? The coach? I'd like to blame that right tackles where I start. What's his name? Well, well, he was uh, taking a he was a replacement of somebody. Somebody was hurt today, but uh-huh. still, I mean, he can move in the pocket. I mean, he's not he's not a statue back there. You know that. I don't know. It's a, it's a different ball game up there. Everybody's good up up there. Everybody's good. Oh, and that but, that, um, that front for Philadelphia is pretty strong. I mean, they they get after you. There's some money to be made in that secondary. There's some Georgia boys on that on that front line uh, of uh, Philadelphia, and there's a bunch of Alabama boys on offense. Oh, we got Alabama and Georgia boys on that team. But I'm just disappointed. Me too. But they're gonna come back to our place. We're okay. We're okay. I mean, it yeah, would have made it. It would have almost back. made for a perfect weekend. It would have. It was looking that way for just a little bit, wasn't it? It Matt, was. Especially I mean, right I, there at the end. Because they should have won the yeah. game. I mean, Cowboys should have won the game. But uh, should have. I mean, now I feel yeah. like LSU. Here, yeah, I am I, crying. I'll take that hat. I'll take the, the, the oh, hat. Oh, yeah. Did yeah, sure, sure. Any day. Yes. Any day. Yes. Twice on Sunday. But uh, I don't know what we got to do in, in Dallas to get to, to get back to the NFC Championship. I just don't know what we've got to do. So, 
sell the Cowboys? I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, uh, root for the root for the uh, Eagles, root for San Francisco. <laughs> We're not gonna do that, are we? Jerry, please, 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 it's time to go to the retirement center. <laughs> well, Jerry, Jerry's uh. That ego's. Jerry has. That's his toy. He's it's the play size with it. of you Texas, man. It's the size of Texas. I mean, here you've got me gripping about the Cowboys. It's the size of his bank account. <laughs> he does what he wanted to do, and he knows how to make a dollar, too. And I like Dak, and I guess I'm a little bit biased because of the SEC. Yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard you being very, very defensive. I mean, I that, been. you. You're very, very defensive, but, you know, sometimes you got to tell the truth. I mean, when it comes down to it, he just hasn't been able to get it so far. Let's, let's just hope that he can in the future, okay? Let's just say that. We don't we have another choice. I mean, we paid him. Exactly. We we paid him so much money, we don't have a choice. We paid him, we paid him so much money, we have. But there's a lot of teams we'd love to have him. A lot of teams. A lot of teams. And we, and hey, let me, let me ask this Tennessee Titan fan across the glass. Mason, would you take Dak Prescott over uh, Will Levis? No, sir. <laughs> he said no? He said no. He, Look, I like he, Dak just as much as the next guy. He not, he's now. not being But sincere. William Donovan Levis is taking us to the promised land. <laughs> he did really good the other day. They almost got the win, but he fell there at the end, kind of like Dak did, though. But he's better than the other uh, Tannehill. Y'all can leave Tannehill where he's at on the bench. He is terrible. He has lost more games for you guys than anybody. Get him, J-Rock. Hey, Tannehill still deserves his flowers. He brought the Titans out of a very dark place as a franchise. And then he, and he still got him there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow. Uh, no Titans. Here I am talking about their quarterback, and we got that. We got Dak. Uh, but uh, so, uh, that defense will travel, though. That defense is uh, anyway. Let's let's get off the Cowboys, man. Nobody nobody wants to hear you and I chatter about the Cowboys. I know, but me and you are the only ones that get to talk about it. I mean, nobody likes pro football, but me and you. Everybody else is uh is uh, Alabama, Alabama, which I love Alabama, Alabama too. And I love Sunday too, but uh. I think that, uh, man, I'm kind of concerned about our game starting at 11 o'clock on Saturday. Aren't you? A little, a little, because we're usually a slow starting team. But maybe, maybe we're back on track. Maybe so. I uh, I love what we did Saturday. I mean, we... I love that they 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 taking the shackles off of uh, Jalen Milrow and let him play like he let can him play. go, let him go, let right. him play like he can play. Let me go ahead and give you a score so somebody else can get on here. Okay, uh, my score is thirty six sixteen, thirty six sixteen, and the top record is total yards to the University of Alabama four fifteen, four fifteen. Got it, Jay Rob Roll Tide. Man, I appreciate you, Ryan. You take care. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. J-Rob Montgomery, Tommy Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Hope you are, too. Well, don't believe everything J-Rob said. I, I, I got reports, too. I mean, University Mall Security never going to be the same again. I think him and Ellis. I don't know.
a Saturday night, but it must have been something. Something. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard some. I heard some reports. I don't know. I got to. I got to get two sources though. Well, but, uh, I got to say, and Mitchell was in it on yeah. it too. But well, Karen is and, innocent. Karen is innocent. Okay, and her mother. They are innocent. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I heard Ellis was in, involved too. Is what I, what, yeah, what I was told. And Mitchell, yeah, you know, you know, he's the beer man. You can't believe the beer man. I, I just can't believe they did that to that LSU guy. They got brooms that were sweeping people up. I don't know. That's all I heard. No more. You're not going to get me and talk no more on the subject. Well, they thought that targeting call was missed on Jaden Daniels. Yeah, uh, well. Yeah. It must have got wild because I talked to him Monday and he was leaving Tesla's money. He was pretty happy. But man, the football team just lost, the Cowboys just lost to Philadelphia. He's not telling us the complete story. Because uh, Ellis got home at least 16 hours before J-Rob did. There's something going on. We need to find out. You got in crying mind. You're a reporter. Get the truth, Ron Fowler. I'm doing. I mean, I'm working on a bunch of different stuff. So I'm trying to find out if Deontay Lawson's ready to go. That's that's my primary objective. Then we'll work our way that's down right. the list. But, hey, Nate Oates picks up... Uh, Nas Cunningham, you can read more about it, Tide109.com, Tide109.com. You got a winning football program, you get a winning program in basketball, you have a winning program in softball and gym, that things are going to pick up. student wants to come to a school that have a winning program in all sports. It's just not football. We can be a winning sports school. Uh, I don't like, I like to hear that. I mean... So, you know, that's great. I mean, and it's great that Alabama won and the women won last night. And I hope people Friday night who's not going to Lexington go out and support the soccer team. They play in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They went to the College Cup last year, the Final Four, first time ever for Alabama. So we're making progress. This state can support. This city and this state can support. A winning program in all sports. I roll tide. Roll tide. Why else you want to ask me about? I was going to ask you about the rowing team too. Well, you know they had a good year in the fall, but I haven't heard no more. This season, well, they won't pick back up to maybe spring. You know, they medal some. I can't remember the uh, rowing tournament they was in. I think they silver and won and bronze. So. Good. Oh, so, roll I'm tide like roll tide. I forgot who used tide. to do that. Whoever used to give you the roll. Ellis, Ellis, time. Ellis has been slacking. I mean, he. he well, I mean, he's been playing with. He's Brady. got no. He's got party animal on his mind. I mean, he turned yeah. into a party animal. Got to be in Tuscaloosa every week. To sport the tide. I mean, it's turned into an animal. All right, yeah. Tommy, give me three picks. No, I need to give you the score. <laughs> Today's not Friday. We're only on no, Tuesday. today's Tuesday. Don't mess with me, Ron Fowler. You're always trying to get off the subject. Well, Shame I, on you, Ron. Well, I've been fussing at him. He's getting off. My, my brother's fussing at you. What's he saying? Yeah, he's fussing at you in the kitchen, right? He's getting you off track, Tommy. He know how evil you are. He, he should. He should. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I got another bone to pick with you. Okay, go I know ahead. what you told Isaiah Rahm about me and Wyman. Shame on you. Yeah. Told him that we was twins. Boy, Wyman gunning for you now. That's all I'm going to say. Did I say twins? Well, Jay Rahm asked you. He thought we were twins. I went, no. He said, that's what Ron Pollen told me. Well, I, I, I think that's a lie. Okay, well, if not, I got bad news for you. Why am I getting it for you? That's all I got to say. I said, I said you were the younger and he was the older. Yeah, but I heard the word twins. Okay. So. All right. You, just, you take the fail. You play innocent, okay? That's hey, it. I don't know anything about this. All right. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. 38-17, Alabama. 38-17, Alabama. Tiebreakers total Alabama offensive yards against the Kentucky Wildcats. 451. 451. Got it, Tommy. Be good, man. All right, man. Have a good day. Right back to you. We'll come back. Corey in Ohio, we're going to get to you. Digger down in Louisiana and a lot more. Coming up next, I see Greg. Might have some good news for him if it's the Greg and Alabaster. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Coverage continuing about the Griffin Ridge Community Fire. Approximately 80 to 100 acres are on fire at the moment. Only 10% of the fire has been contained at this point. Tuscaloosa County Sheriff is advising evacuation of the Brookwood area. Town Square Media has a reporter on scene. Open up the Tuscaloosa Thread app or go to TuscaloosaThread.com for live coverage. That's the Tuscaloosa Thread app or TuscaloosaThread.com. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Sports Update. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Everybody loves Toyota.com. A huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corolla. RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Skyland Boulevard. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. What's for dinner? Where the legends of Alabama football hang out.
go to Corey in Ohio. Corey, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, good afternoon, Ryan Fowler. How you been? Yeah, roll tide. It's been a long time. It's been too long. I, every time I try to call in, you know, it's uh, the most popular show on the radio. It's hard to get through, man. Thanks to Nick but Saban. We're sitting here undefeated, 8-1, and one, and all the doubters are crying. Oh, I love it. Yep, and Jalen, I knew he would be the guy at the start of the season. I don't know if you remember we were talking about it. I remember you saying that now since you brought it up. Yeah, because I was like, you know, he's going to be the guy. I just had a feeling, and he's doing – right now he's really growing into what I thought we could be with him. Because, you know, you think about it, he's really like almost a true freshman because he, even though he's been in the system for a while, he hasn't had that, all that game experience. He's had a few big games, but now he's really – getting the experience under his belt. His last game, I was really pleased to see him. He made an excellent mid-range throw. Like, it was a little touch pass that was a key uh, drive, uh, play on the drive to continue um, the drive, and we ended up scoring. But he's really coming along, and he's being more decisive with the running. And it's just it's really showing 155 yards, four touchdowns rushing. That's pretty impressive. It's pretty awesome when you think about the credentials and where he was at and where he's, you know, he has, you know, came from as far as a quarterback. And I think the short intermediate mm-hmm. passes are starting to click for him. The deep yeah. ball has always been one of his strongest uh, footballs. If he mm-hmm. comes together with all of that, good heavens, wow! And then the mobility, if he's willing to run, definitely. We're going to be tough to beat, and the running game overall looks great. Like the line was blocking for the the running backs for just getting big yardage, and it was fun to watch. It was it was a tremendous game, and for uh, uh, you know uh, Blueberry there to get to come down and go to that game for his first college game, that's pretty dang special. That's, especially when it's over rival team, we wanted to get revenge for you know for that loss last year kept us out of the the title game and the chance to go beyond that um really loving that i was loving beating tennessee that's still my favorite especially considering how big of a uh smack talk they started talking the last year trying to say they own uh our song you know trying to trying to say that they own dixieland delight it's just it's phenomenal we got more continue to on to Kentucky, you know what I mean? On to the next one. So. Corey, uh, what's being said in your state about the Michigan Wolverines? I mean, I, I know there's no way to summarize everything, but uh, I can imagine your state's pretty angry at what's happening up in Ann Arbor. <laughs> they are. It's, it's like as the world turns. Like, because now, you know, at first it was the um, report that Ryan – they hired his brother-in-law to look into the allegations against Michigan. Um, then there was someone saying it was debunked, which it actually hasn't been from what I was reading on that. Yeah, and I just read a couple of seconds ago, Nicole Arabach uh, from The Athletic, uh, Michigan sent Big Ten and the NCAA documents, it says, show that Ohio State and Rutgers communicated the Wolverines signals to Purdue ahead of the 2022 Big Ten title game. Uh, Big Ten, you, you've got some problems. No wonder why Kevin Warren went to uh, Chicago, did he not? Was it Chicago? Yes, he yep. did. He went to be the, the president of their operations there in Chicago. And, uh, absolutely. It's, um, 
it's just like a big drama. Uh, I was reading a report how, you know, back in our day in the SEC, you know, how we'd all they'd collude against us here in Alabama, Tennessee, would try to get us in trouble, you know, and, and we looked like we were the soap opera. Now the Big Ten's having that session for themselves. And it's um, Ryan Day, you know, I think he started it just because he, he knows if he loses it, this team looks more unlikely than not that they're going to get smoked in that game again against Michigan for the third year in a row. And he knows that's going to be his job. He'll get fired if he loses that game. So I think, you know, it's kind of funny how um, they brought that up this season. Then you got Maurice Claire. I don't know if you remember him. He's an old Buckeye from back in their, like, uh, 2002 championship games. And, He's siding with Michigan, saying you know they didn't really do anything wrong. That any, like you said, uh, they got reports that Ohio State was giving Purdue signals. Everybody does it, but he's saying their NCAA is trying to go after Harbaugh because he's all about getting the payers play a bigger share of that NCAA money, and that you know he's really against the NCAA. So they're kind of trying to come after him they quiet him down so it's it's really interesting um what's all going on with that story i agree i agree and and the big 10 doesn't look like there's even close to a resolution but hey it's only integrity who who wants that right and uh they're trying to force uh the commissioner whoever i can't i don't remember who their commissioner is right now it came from mlb um but they're trying to – he was trying to meet with the uh, – Ono is the president, uh, Dr. Ono of Michigan, trying to meet with him and saying, hey, you should probably just suspend them two games. And Ono pretty much said, yeah, screw that. We're, you know, and if you try to do anything before the conclusion of this um, investigation, we're going to sue you and all that. So it's, it's a real drama. I mean, if you like soap operas – Get your popcorn ready, as Lane Kiffin says, and, and watch the Big Ten unfold. All right. Corey, uh, give me your your score. What do you think? Oh, I think it, it's, it's going to be a tough one to pick because Kentucky, you know, they really do have a nice little team. I think it'll be probably about 30, 31 to 20, something like that, because I think Kentucky will you know, put up a little fight. Um, okay. 31 to 20 in the tiebreakers, total Alabama uh, offensive yards. Total offensive yards. I'm thinking we run the ball and throw the ball, I think, well, like we did before. I think we can get about 450. 450. I got it. Thank you so much, Corey. Hope you have a great day, man. You do the same, Ryan. Roll Tide. Talk to you later. Absolutely. Phone line's completely jammed up. Uh, we're going to continue with more of those coming up in just a couple of minutes. Greg and Alabaster, first up on the other side. Digger, I see we're coming your way. T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street, next to Ion Apartments. 
restaurant. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Got a report of a major wildfire burning in the Brookwood area. Some homes have already been damaged, possibly destroyed. We'll keep you posted on that. Just go to the TuscaloosaThread.com website. It's free. They'll keep you posted on the news. I'll try to keep you posted on the traffic. But if you're going down Alabama 216, just watch out for smoke in the area and hazardous driving conditions. A lot of first responders will be on the scene. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886-246810. That's up to $10,000 in instant savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. This is a credit union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago. Moved all of our furniture into a storage container. Brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site when you talk about when you have to know it's being done right that's the time to call rumsey environmental 205-248-0002 205-248-0002 rumsey environmental a one-stop shop serving west alabama for all of your waste removal needs retired pro fullback I thought that foot pain was going to be with me for the rest of my life. I'm so glad I met Good Feet. I'm so glad those arch supports are in my shoes. Come see us at 1800 McFarland Boulevard or at goodfeet.com. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Let me 